0: Hello and welcome to Retrospection, it's a podcast where we take a look at an old film and TV show and decide if it's worthy of a double whammy or if it needs to just take a long hard walk into the cursed earth.
1: I'm Paul and I don't cost anything, I'm a ghost. My name's Colin and emotions, there are to be a law against them. That's very, very fitting for you, Colin. <laughs> Thank you. I felt <laughs> so when I read
0: it, I knew you'd like it. I think I actually, when we get to the, that bit in the movie, I think I actually noted it down as well. Oh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, but I don't need to do that now. So nope. We've already done it. Yeah. So, well, in this episode, we'll be removing our helmets and discussing Judge Dredd from 1995. We'll be removing a what? Helmets. Ugh. It's relevant. It is.
1: What are you getting at? Uh, I don't know uh, what you're thinking of. Nope. Nope. Just not <sighs> removing my <laughs> helmet.
0: <laughs> God forbid. Um, so the plot is, and this is straight from IMDb, so it's another IMDb masterpiece. Are you
1: ready for this? <laughs> yeah, go on.
0: In a dystopian future, Joseph Dredd, the most famous judge, a police officer with instant judiciary, I can't even say it, judiciary power. you be drinking? No, I just can't say the word. Okay. Is convicted for a crime he did not commit and must face his murderous counterpart.
1: It's almost like they never watched the film when they wrote that. It
0: is, it is. Nothing about it being based on a comic book franchise or anything like that. Right, yeah. and
1: also a police officer and a judge. Like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: The film stars Sylvester Stallone as Judge Dredd, Amanda Asante as Rico, Rob Schneider as Fergie, but we'll talk about that, Diane Lane as Hershey, Jürgen Prox, proct- is it proct, no? proct- of... Proc now? Proctov. Procnow. Prox, him.
1: Yeah, do you want to do it again?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> as griffin uh max von Sydow as fargo oh and some one called joan chen she's somewhere in the film not enough she's not in it enough or there's not enough of her or both both okay of course we, we've discussed joan chen before haven't we in what during our twin peaks episode
1: oh yeah that's right we did yes she was in the twin peaks episode yes and i'm sure she'll pop up again oh. How do they quickly forget? Yeah. Who are
0: you? <laughs> don't ask me that. Sometimes I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a good cast though, isn't it? I mean, it's far
1: too good for this thing. <laughs> it's an astonishing cast for this film. It really is. <laughs> I was watched when I was watching it this time and I was looking at the credit list and I was like, how did they ever manage to get those people into this film?
0: Well, apparently the director, Danny Cannon, he wanted it to be quite a diverse uh, cast in terms of a lot of European actors. Well, he succeeded. He did, he did. Now, Danny Cannon directed uh, 1993's Young Americans. Good movie. But he's more recently known for his work on the Gotham TV series, which I know you're a big fan of, Colin. Yeah. Yeah,
1: all right. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, And I also, I remember when this film was coming out that Danny Cannon was like the new, um, I guess you'd say the new Ridley Scott. He was like hot property at the time. Until this film came out.
0: Yeah, until this film came out. He's uh, he's a British director, isn't he? He's quite yes. a young guy at the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the film had a budget of ninety million, and it made one hundred and thirteen million worldwide.
1: Well, that's a profit, I guess. It's a profit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't deny it's a profit. You do know that thirty-four million of that was uh, U.S. domestic. <laughs> that's that's not good, is it?
1: No, but Judge Dredd has always been a European thing, really. I would think. Yeah. Or at least British.
0: Well, I think they were hoping that this would be the movie that would launch him hmm. in in the US. That didn't work out, did it? Nope. So, um, have you got any tidbits of information for us? I've got yeah, a few,
1: but I thought that's... I'm sure, I'm sure you've got this one, but it's uh, Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone talking about the director. Go on. And he says, I knew we were in for a long shoot when, for no explainable reason, Danny Cannon, who's rather diminutive, jumped down from his director's chair and yelled to everyone within earshot, fear me everyone should fear me and then jumped back up to his chair as if nothing happened the british crew were taking bets on his life expectancy
0: <laughs> yeah that, i mean it's interesting that you compared him to ridley scott because that's a very ridley scott kind of thing isn't it yeah well that's that's not a good work
1: environment is it
0: not at all but then again on the flip side you know Cannon um tells the story that he had such a bad experience working with sylvester stallone that he swore off ever working with such a big-name star ever
1: again. Yeah, so I guess it uh,
0: depends on whose side you believe then, right? I uh, I think it does, yeah. A canon actually turned down Die Hard with a Vengeance to make this film. Oh.
1: Yeah. You know what, though? A... Go on. They both got equally, um, how can I put this, persuasive leading stars, right?
0: Yeah, you could put it that way.
1: So I can imagine it would be trouble either way. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: Now, apparently, the script um, was a lot darker in tone originally, but Sylvester Sloan apparently demanded rewrites to insert more comedy. No, where have we heard that before? Oh, wait,
1: wasn't it Tango and Cash the other way around? But he wanted I think it, it, it darker and serious. Yeah, I think it was, yeah.
0: The comedy aspect worked, didn't it? Um, in this or in Tango yeah. and Cash? Well, either, pick one.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it
0: when we get to that point. You do know we've covered rather a lot of Sylvester Stallone movies so far. Of course, you love the guy. I'm not the one picking them. Oh, that's what you say publicly. No, 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 no. Uh, Tango and Cash was actually a. uh... No, it wasn't. It was. It was a customer suggested customer. Customer. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have customers?
1: (laughs) What are we selling them? Shit.
0: (laughs) And lots of it. At least it's fresh though. Sometimes.
1: Um, no, it's not, it's retro. It's not <laughs> even fresh yet.
0: <laughs> a load of old shit. Oh. Um No no no, that was a that was a listener suggestion. Oh, so it's their fault.
1: What can, can we blame, <laughs> no one made us... How how can we can we blame Judge Dredd on them too? Let, let's do that. Okay. And Cobra. Oh. So it's only yeah. three Sylvester Stallone films then.
0: Is it I'm sure we've done another one. Feels like we've done more. Yeah. Yeah, it does. After this, so um, you know, Sylvester Stallone had never even heard of Judge Dredd before he made this movie.
1: That uh, doesn't surprise me.
0: And uh, apparently, I've got—I've also got the uh, the usual obligatory um, previous choices for roles. Apparently, Joe Pesci was first choice for the role of Fergie, but turned it down.
1: Woody Allen was first choice for Judge Dredd.
0: <laughs> now that would have been an interesting movie. Would have been different, right? It would. You gonna do your impression of Woody Allen? Oh hell no! I've heard it, folks. Uh, Yeah. Um. Impression of Woody Allen. You've done a Woody Allen.
1: Uh, Well, don't (laughs) you? Whoa! (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) You're not his type, Colin. Trust me. Yeah, but saying I've done a Woody Allen sounds like I've done something that Woody Allen would do.
0: Oh yes, there is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Best to leave that there, eh? Yeah.
0: Um, Christopher Walken turned down the role of Rico, the clone of Sylvester Stallone. It's not a spoiler, <laughs> but, you know.
1: At least Diamond of <laughs> Santa looks like Sylvester Stallone.
0: <laughs> there is that, yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to seen Christopher Walken do it, though.
1: Yeah, right. I am the law.
0: <laughs> better, better movie. But yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else that you'd like to talk about, or we could just jump straight in. Let's leap right in. Oh joy! Okay, so we open on a black screen, and with <laughs> it gets better than that.
2: What?
1: It's like it gets worse. <laughs> black screen, best bit of the film.
0: <laughs> You're not far out, um, and we get some music which sounds a lot like the Predator music to me,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, the music was supposed to be by David Arnold.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then Jerry Goldsmith was going to do it and he did the music in the trailers, but then he had to do other stuff, and so in the end it was done by Alan Silvestri. And that's why it probably sounds like the Predator music. Did Al do Predator? He did. Ah, okay. And he did the music for it as well. Wait, what? don't even get that. It's like Kafkaesque joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like way above me. Do I need an English degree to figure that out? I've got one, and I still can't figure it out.
0: Our our listeners are incredibly intelligent; they'll get it.
1: Yeah, they downloaded this.
0: (laughs) Exactly, incredibly intelligent. Okay. Yeah, I know I'm playing too. All right. And uh, we get lots of comic book covers and pages flicking by, which is weird to have this, you know, respect for the source material, only to piss on it about ten minutes later, isn't it?
1: (laughs) And it doesn't really need comic books. It's. That kind of makes a weird opening. Like it it's, does. It's not like a comic. It's hard to explain, but it's while it is a comic book film, it's not mm-hmm. a comic book film.
0: I know what you mean because, um, I mean, Judge Dread isn't your typical comic book anyway, is it? No. No, it's not. It's not spandex and people leaping off buildings, is it?
1: Right. So it seems just a little strange. It's too much color as well for it, I think. But yeah, I don't know. It's just odd.
0: Uh, and there's no pay off to it in the movie either is there there's no there's nothing leading from it that, that makes it seem a logical choice for an opening anyway what would you want what if, it, if, it, if they lived up to the comic book opening
1: would you want one of them reading it in a scene no I you know you'd expect bright primary colours wouldn't you oh uh, ok is there bright know? primary colours in the comic books for Judge Dredd I don't know no it's black and white oh it is mostly well it's not always but yeah mostly black and white once, when I used to read it it was black and white. Ones I've read are in colour. Should... But that just shows the age difference between us. <laughs> yeah, all, all that all that month. Yeah, yeah. They brought out <laughs> colour, television, stereo sound.
0: <laughs> we we should say that Judge Dredd um it's from a um, 2000 AD, the comic. It's a, it's a British comic, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very British. Deals with British, British. politics, uh, mm-hmm. issues, social issues, dressed up in a science fiction background.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's um, It's one of the things that, that um, they took uh, Robocop from, isn't it? That, that they used as an inspiration for.
1: I did not know that, but I can see it because it has that elements of fascism and mm-hmm. right-wing elements. Wait, I'll... We'll get rid of the right-wing elements. We might have right-wing listeners. Might be upset with that. Love our right-wing listeners. Unless you're not. Yeah. No, we we don't. Then we love the left ones.
0: We do. Left, right, up, down. Don't care. We'll take them as they come. Yeah. Um. And so we get an opening crawl read by James Earl Jones, surprisingly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what do you think of the narration of this, this explanation? Well, shall I read it? Will you be doing a James Earl Jones impression? Probably not. Oh.
0: I mean, I go. That's James Earl Jones, isn't it? I
1: thought that was a guy from the Green Cross Code adverts. (laughs) Oh, that was a deep pull. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, So he goes, in the third
0: millennium, the world changed. Mm. Climate, nations, all were in upheaval the earth transformed into a poisonous scorched desert known as the Cursed Earth. Millions of people crowded in into a few megacities where roving bands of savages created violence. Roving bands of savages. they musical? <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan.
1: Roving yeah. bands of savages. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're, they're, they're making a movie. Um, I think Hugh Jackman's playing uh, the leader of the roving band of savages. I can see that. Uh, the justice system could not control law as we know it collapsed. We've all been there. Saturday night, Wigan Town
1: Centre. <laughs> <laughs> nightclub's empty. Yeah. <laughs> From the decay rose a new order. A society... Am I, sorry, am I writing in... Because I'd left before this, but did they actually develop a system where they would have giant gates at the end of the streets of Wigan to block? <laughs> I don't if, know about that. Oh, I thought they did. I was told that they did, that they would lock off, like, the streets where the nightclubs are. Like, cage them in. It may be true, but I don't... Um, I don't recall it. Okay.
0: All right. It kind, of, it kind of makes sense if they did.
2: Yeah. Really? I so.
1: Sorry, come not carry on. I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I did, but... I've lost my thread now. D- don't start from the beginning, though. <laughs> it was the third millennium. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome
0: to Retrospect. <laughs> a society ruled by a new elite force. A force with the power to dispense both justice and punishment. Mm-hmm. They were the police, jury, and executioner, all in one. They were the judges.
1: Oh, yeah. So, what's your problem with it? Um, it's all right. The end of it though sounds like some kind of TV show where someone will come on singing.
0: Oh, Simon Cowell and all yeah,
1: that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They were yeah, the yeah. judges.
0: I did write down
1: make Simon
0: Cowell joke, but then I thought, nah, I won't bother. Well, I went for it. You did go for it. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it, I think it was a uh, moderately successful.
1: <laughs> Are we
0: rating each other? Now? <laughs> <laughs> oh well,
1: sit back for this
0: yeah well, i do love a good crawl anyway so i've heard that about you yeah yeah that, that's it no nothing else from there no no but, i'm being polite to you today oh that's nice thank yeah. you i'm not used to this i know so we dissolve into a post-apocalyptic mad max star wasteland and no, a we... lone figure. oh do. you mean the film dissolves okay oh no yeah i'm not right now i'm not like sinking you know uh, sorry <clears throat> and a lone figure in armor and helmet waits as a huge ship rises at him and docks into a station. What do you think of the costumes?
1: Are we talking about the ones we'll see later, worn by the judges? Well, the judges,
0: I think the judges ones are fine because they just look like they're supposed to look.
1: Yeah, but they're too shiny and plasticky. You think? Like, the whole city is dirty, and I know that they're supposed to be, like, above everybody, so everything that they've got is nice, but I step outside, and occasionally a bird will crap on me or, you know, something will happen. So. Mm-hmm. Even though these judges are wearing the best kind of uniforms, they're going to get dirty just by being in the city.
0: Maybe they go home at night and polish the helmets. Oh, you think that's what they do? Yeah, they're sitting there giving a good polish. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that.
2: Yeah, yeah. you're right. I do think
0: you're right, though. They, I'm thinking about it now. They, they do look quite, um, quite shiny and plasticky. And you would think that, as you say, you know, you go out in the day and you, you get a bit grimy and you, you don't do anything. Uh, these, these judges are out getting involved in gangs and, and gunfights and explosions, and, and they always seem to be clean.
1: Yeah, plus if I was a judge and there was this... God. Well, thank you. Where's this going? No, I'm saying that I wouldn't want to be shining and stand out in a crowd. I'd be wiping shit over me so that people wouldn't notice me. Because that's just Target asking to be sharp.
0: Yeah, but in all fairness, the judges don't care anyway. I mean, because they're jackbooted um, fascists, aren't they? Mm, I suppose so. Look at the Nazis. They were. Oh, yeah, let's nice. bring them
1: into the podcast. <laughs> let's lighten the podcast with them. <laughs> there you go, Paul. Always consider, br- always bringing yeah, the Nazis yeah. into things.
0: <laughs> yeah, consider the Nazis. Okay? Yeah, let's, no, let's no, just no. have
1: silence after that. <laughs> consider the Nazis, and then just silence for the rest of the podcast.
0: <laughs> for a whole hour, and then... Yeah. Well, that was something for listening to, to yeah. Retrospection. Yeah. No, no, I mean, consider the Nazis. They were always Their uniforms were always nicely pressed and clean, and they got up to all sorts of
1: stuff. I think you're thinking of movie Nazis. I'm not sure in real life they were, but... I've seen Schindler's List. Okay, that's... Okay, you've proved your point.
0: <laughs> that's a realistic
1: portrayal of nazis isn't it absolutely yeah everything's in black and white except for little girls in red coats
0: that's how the 1940s were
1: isn't it yeah yeah
0: all right i was always led to believe anyway
1: okay but going back to your original question i'm not keen on some of the costumes
0: because they look a bit plasticky and
1: yeah they look a bit I, I, I think that some of the some of the props as well look a bit toyish don't they yes I can see that mm-hmm. I think that maybe even that was done on purpose for you know merchandising could be
0: could be I mean that my, my son's got some Nerf guns that look a lot like some of the guns in this in this movie there
1: but, you go um, yeah and yet your son is a jack so he... fascist right
0: <laughs> most of the time yeah yeah So we're here at Tannoy, announce that the the prison shuttle has docked. And we see parolees all marching out. And we get our first exciting glimpse of Rob Schneider. (laughs) So a guard stops him and reads his dog tag. Ferguson, Herman, he says. And he's been in prison for six months. And he's been assigned a living space at uh, Heavenly Havens. Uh Sounds like a nice place.
1: Does lovely. I wouldn't mind spending a bit of time in Heavenly Haven. No,
0: he he's been in prison for six months. I mean I'd have given him life just for being Rob Schneider, to be honest.
1: That's uh Judge Hershey's apartment, right? Heavenly Haven.
0: I'm glad you said it was her apartment.
1: Yeah, well it has been clean. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't say, vag, was I gonna say Vaj, was I?
2: Growler.
1: Oh, you weren't sorry. <laughs> I thought he was asking me. <laughs> Every every time. It's getting worse. Yeah no all that's gotta get cut out because I said the word vag.
0: But then you you'd have to cut out my growler. I know. No wait, hold on. Uh I always do.
1: <laughs> Who says we do dad jokes? We do vag jokes. Dad jokes, vag jokes. <laughs> yeah, I always get confused. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah.
0: So the doors open, and as the camera pans upwards, we get our first look at Mega City One. Pretty good mix of old-school model work and matte paintings, I think.
1: Yeah, I like the uh, actual bat design. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, some of the vehicle design, building design. Um, I, I quite like that. It's the costumes I have issues with.
0: Now, don't you think, though, that when we see the, the wide shots of the city and it's all special effects and it looks great, when we actually get to the city level in a, in a little while, that's where there's a problem, I think, because it feels like it's not organic from what we've seen above to what we've seen below. I don't think. You know in oh, the way that Blade Runner all feels like a, a complete whole? Right. And I think the city stuff does lean heavily from, take a lot from Blade Runner, doesn't it?
1: It's almost like the uh, people who did the special effects, the people who did the set design and the people who did the costumes didn't speak to each other.
0: Or <laughs> well, maybe that was Danny Cannon right in the middle of it all. Well, maybe, it, maybe. Uh, it, uh, yeah, he looks good. Yeah. So Ferguson says, welcome home, and climbs aboard a flying taxi. Now, the car flies through the cityscape, showing us more of the, the, the scale of everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I thought it was strange that the credits are still playing over all of this, aren't they? They and are. And they're often blocking out all of these great visuals.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it is an odd choice. I couldn't figure out why... He was looking so amazed out the window. Yeah, because where's he come from? Yeah, he's from there, right? Yeah. So why is We've everything seen it before. so... Yeah, why is everything so like, wow, to him? Because that's the response I got from his facial expressions. Then
0: again, we're yeah. not dealing with... <laughs> we're not dealing with um, Lawrence Olivier, are we? Let's face it. Oh, yeah, I guess we're not.
1: What are you saying? Are no, saying we're... Rob Schneider's not a great actor? Uh, something like that. Yeah. It's controversial, I think.
0: You, you reckon?
1: Not with me, but you know. Oh, okay. Oh, his... All
0: those Rob Schneider fans will write into us. No, with his mum. With his mum. <laughs> 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 but you say that, but it's probably him just signing it. So his mum mm-hmm. probably thinks he's crap too. Yeah. 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 You, well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. He's only a talent a mum couldn't love. But it all looks nice, and it's a kind of, as we said, it's kind of Blade Runner. And we fly over a huge skyscraper, and Ferguson looks down at the roof and sees uh, lots of bikinied women swimming on a rooftop. Uh, And he says, I think that's Heavenly Havens, but the pilot says, in your dreams. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ironically named places. It is, it is. Who saw that coming?
1: Uh, Not me. I was
0: surprised. Mm. Well, I mean, this script
1: is shrouded in uh, mystery. Shrouded in mystery. So the mystery is shrouded. Is that not right? So the mystery is mysterious in itself.
0: Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was going for. I meant perfect. That. No, nope, that's fine. Sounds yeah. good. Okay, so the taxi descends to street level, and as the computer counts down the feet, I don't mean the feet of.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's one, <laughs> two. He's got one, so that's uh, three. Uh...
0: <laughs> Size
1: fourteen. <laughs> Woo! You know what to say about people with big feet? Expensive shoes. Yeah, very good.
0: <laughs> the old ones are the best, eh? No, you want not new the, shoes. Not the feet.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, want yeah. old shoes because they are actually old shoes are better because they're more comfy. Well,
0: you you've worn them in, haven't you? Yeah, it's like underpants. I find
1: mm.
0: once you've worn them a few times, you know, you, you you you
1: nestle into them, and and then your wife takes her pants back and wonders why they're too big. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Cool. Um,
0: so Ferguson looks less than impressed because there's a citizen riot in progress, isn't there? Yeah,
1: people going crazy.
0: So I'm guessing that the rich, important people live up high while the scum live on the ground.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which historically is different from Roman times.
0: Oh, yeah, go on. Give us a history lesson. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 In Roman times, the rich people lived on the ground floor and the poor people lived at the top floor because the water couldn't be powered up. So you wouldn't have any running water on okay. the top floor.
0: Okay, so welcome to the uh, Ancient <laughs> Rome podcast.
1: <laughs> are we Are we not retrospection? How more retro can you get than Romans? Cavemen? Oh, don't worry, I've got cavemen stuff coming up. All right,
0: and I, 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 I'd believe you if, you if you really did as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the taxi lands and people are running around left, right and center, smashing stuff, burning stuff. Ferguson shrugs and says, "Huh, oh, better than prison." How can it be better than prison? Oh, I don't know. We said that every day, didn't
1: we? What when you was at school?
0: Well, yeah, it was more about where the school was, but you know, Mars. Mars. <laughs> Mars would have been good. I'd have enjoyed Mars. Yeah, it would have been more atmosphere. <laughs> Do you know the first thing that popped in my head then? Craters. Russ Abbott. No, Russ Abbott. Oh yeah, is a song in your head now. Oh yeah. Oh what an atmosphere. Is he still alive? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll look into it, shall <laughs> I? <laughs> yeah, just Google it. What's wrong here? It's a modern world. I, I think he Googling is Ross I, I think he is alive because didn't one of these cast members die recently and you made a comment about it? Oh, Bella
0: Emberg. Yeah. I don't remember making a comment about it, but she did die recently. Maybe he isn't alive then.
1: Anyway, (laughs) that was a weird (laughs) sidestep.
0: If anyone knows if he's alive, just just let us know. I bet he does. (laughs) Do you know what? I almost threw your uh, catchphrase back at you then. Which one? With a a slight tweak. You know you're Benedictine, I bet he does.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't, yeah. Okay.
0: But it's not funny. No. Never I mean, watched. it wasn't funny before, so no.
1: That's kind of why but... I did it, Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I did work it into a, a real-life situation a few weeks back. That's just sad. Yeah, I was in a cinema, and um, we a, a trailer came on for something with Benedict Cumberbatch in. My wife said to me, oh, it's unusual to see him in that kind of a movie. So I said, uh, <laughs> Benedictine, I bet he does. Life imitating
1: art. I know i know see i'm always switched on you see that's what it is okay set between the hours nine till five monday to friday (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: yeah 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 just started a new job
1: thank you very much for that
2: um
0: (laughs) so ferguson moves along the street as a robot passes by saying things like eat recycled food and be kind and peaceful to each
1: other Isn't recycled food just food that's been pooped out? Could be interpreted that way. I like the other slogan. It says, eat recycled food. It's good for the environment. It's okay for you.
0: (laughs) Again, that's very Robocopy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, actually. Better movie. Oh, infinitely so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Comparing Robocop to Judge Dredd, he's like comparing Jaws to Sharknado, isn't it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. you know what's sad, though, mm. about doing this podcast? Is that if we do a RoboCop film, we have to do RoboCop 3.
0: We do, don't we? Yeah. I don't know. We could get away with RoboCop 2. I you think. think? You think? Yeah. All right. yeah. I think people are on the fence about that a lot. So. Okay. All right. Whereas everyone knows RoboCop 3 shit. shit. So. That is a good point. So he finds his room only to be ambushed by a group of gun-toting criminals. Are you a spy? Asked the leader. Played by a criminally wasted James Remar. Did you notice that? I did, yeah. Mm. They do that a lot in this film, though. People just pop up, don't they? And, yeah, there's and a big watch. one later on in the film. There is, there is.
1: And also, now, what kind of spy would he be? A bloody annoying one. But, like, I don't, it's a weird question to ask somebody. Do you, I don't randomly do that when people knock on my office door. I don't go, are you a spy? Maybe you should start and see what happens. I will. Monday morning, someone knocks on my office door, I'll be like, are you a spy? Yeah. <laughs> and then shoot them with a Nerf gun.
0: I'd be interested to see where oh, that led. Ah, maybe I should get one of those for my office.
1: Yeah. All right, I just just a side thought. Carry on. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now Schneider replies to this uh, questioning by going into one of his trademark, hilariously funny, fast-talking routines, doesn't he? They have me in stitches. I wanted to put him in stitches. And you're not a violent person. I, I never used to be. Till you I, saw I, film. Uh, Till I saw this movie, yeah. I mean, I, I've always managed to avoid Rob Schneider. I don't mean in the street, you know. No, no. Not...
1: I mean he's easy to avoid. It's not like he does that much that comes your way. Oh, what happens if he appears in a Marvel film? What will you do then? That's a good question. Yeah, thanks. That's why I asked it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to live with it, but I wouldn't be happy.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: Wonder if he, I could he... get Rob Schneider's number. Give him a call.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to set that it, up, that'd be great. It, it would never happen. It would never happen. Hear me, Marvel? It'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> so the gang announced that it's a block war and start randomly shooting out the windows and generally having a fun old time, don't they?
1: Yeah, that's what a block war is about, though, right? So is it block Ooh, versus yeah. block? Is that what the idea is?
0: I think that's what it is. and that, I think that's what it is in, in, in the comics as well. You get all these different... Because everyone lives in these tower blocks, don't they? Yeah. And they tend to fire each other. For what? Stuff. Oh, okay. You're fine. <laughs> don't think about it too much. Okay, I won't. You'll tie yourself in knots if you think about it too much. I don't want to do that. No, you never want to do that. So, so meanwhile, a group of judges are driving onto the scene in full armour, and atop top their iconic motorbikes. Mm-hmm. And as we talked before, the, the costumes and the detail on these bikes, um, it, it, it's superb, isn't it? And at this point in the film, my... Fanboy gonads are jumping up for joy,
1: to be honest. That's an image nobody needs.
0: <laughs> Bouncing around in their little uh, pocket, they want
1: I just got images of <laughs> a couple of peas now for some reason.
0: <laughs> peas? Huge plums, mate. That's
2: what they're. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Carry on, plums. for God's sake. Yeah.
0: But I have to say, my gonads have been wrong before. So the judges pull up, and uh, we see two judges
1: Hershey and a rookie. And they get pinned down by fire. Every time you say judges, I just think of, like, these old people are judging, like, a marrow contest or something. Just, like, turning up, going, ooh, look at the size of that. That's a big one. Again, better film. Yeah, with, like, rosettes on the blazers. They've all got, for some reason in my mind, they've all got pastel blue blazers. Yeah, and they're, ooh, isn't he a nice boy? Yeah, so, I don't know. It's just the way judges. I don't know why. It doesn't... I don't get the... the, In my mind, I don't see the law side of it. I just see the uh, Summer Fate side of it. It's very British of you, Colin. It is, surprisingly so.
0: I know. Now, Hershey gets on the comm and asks for backup. Luckily, the only judge that matters is listening. What do you think of Diane Lane? That was a random one. Um, (laughs) Well, we met her quite recently, didn't we? I don't don't mean physically. Yeah, we did. We had
1: dinner, and she was to... No, you're right.
0: (laughs) We we met her in a uh, previous episode, um, oh, Streets you. of Fire, didn't
1: we? You did, yeah, when she was first starting, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And look where she ended up.
1: In Judge Dredd.
0: Yeah. Can't win them all, No. You? So, yeah, she she asks for backup, and, um, and as more things are blown up, the music swells, and a third judge rides into town. He comes to a stop. We get a close-up of a boot as it hits the ground. The camera pans up the uniform, resting on the helmeted face. Helmeted face of Judge Dread.
1: You ought to be afraid of somebody. Be afraid of me.
0: Alright. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit harsh, was not it? What have I done?
1: I was lying from the film.
0: Oh, right, okay. I, got, I, got, I was a bit stressed there for a second. No, it's fine. Okay, all right. He's a sitting duck out there, says the rookie. He knows what he's doing, says Hershey. And Dredd just stands amidst the mayhem,
1: slowly looking up at the buildings around him. It's quite a cool shot, I think. It is, but his explanation makes no sense to me. Because he says that the rounds that they are firing have a limited range of... I think he says 200 feet or something, or yards. Mm -hmm. And they are 300 yards from them. But they're firing downwards. Now, (laughs) I'm pretty sure a bullet falling towards the ground, no matter what the range of that bullet... It's going to hurt you if it hits you. Like, if I throw a brick, I have a limited mm-hmm. range of brick throwing. I'm not known for my brick throwing. It's a pretty small range that my brick mm-hmm. throwing can achieve. But if I drop it from a building, it's going to exceed that range. And if it hits you, it's going to hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is true. I mean, it, 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 to say that something's got a range doesn't mean that when it reaches that range, it's going to go, oh, can't go any further than this and just stop just him mid Just it? hover above his head.
1: It would have been better if one had shot him and they'd gone, oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, right in
0: the head. Yeah, dead.
1: dead. <laughs> <laughs> Judge dead. Judge <laughs> dead.
0: <laughs> but, but anyway, the bullets are all exploding on the ground all around him, aren't they?
1: Yeah, so they don't have a limited range at all. No, no, they're just crap shots. Absolutely, Star yeah. Troopers of the Judge Dread world. Absolutely.
0: So little Mike drops from his helmet
1: with. Un- oh, sorry, un- who drops from his helmet? <laughs> <laughs> little, little Mike. Mike. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Who's he? I didn't see him in the cast list. <laughs> you didn't see him because he's so small. Oh, that'll be why as in small font at the end.
2: Little
0: Mike. Exactly.
1: Okay. S- small font—that's a bit personal, isn't it? Oh yeah. It? Sorry, that was rude. I meant little person font.
0: Can't say things like
1: that anymore. I know. <sighs> I mean, I mean, little little character font. Little character that sounds even worse. It does, do it. I it's can't wait. Character font. No. Yeah. yeah. Just 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 call him Mike. Okay, little Mike. So little Mike drops no, you, down. No, 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 no. Drop the little. Oh, just, just call, call, him, call Mike. him Mike. Okay, so Mike drops down. Mike
0: drops down from his helmet. <laughs> and
1: uh... <laughs> even that doesn't sound good. But carry on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> with with authority, Dredd announces, I am lo
1: Has he had a stroke?
0: Possibly. Hmm. Okay. That is the way he says it, though, isn't
1: it? it <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, but I have to say, Sylvester Stallone looks the part.
0: Oh, he looks the part. It's a shame he can't act the part, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, this is when doubts start to creep in for me. Mm. Why does he just toss off such an iconic line like that i'm sorry I mean,
2: it needs
1: what? to be over he just tosses it off does he, he, does. he does in the <laughs> street yeah isn't there a law against that should uh, judge her she be judging him right now <laughs> you can't judge judge dread even if he's tossing off in the street
0: <laughs> if he wants to toss off in the street that's his business
1: oh yeah because like i am the law he's like oh there's now a law that you can toss off in the street but only if you've got a plastic helmet well <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. Plus the fact he knows the range of it. So, I mean, he knows he's not going to hit true. anyone.
1: That's uh, true. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what I mean, though? He, he just tosses the line off like that. And it needs to be overblown and big like everything else is. Which is weird, considering that he, he overblows everything else in this film. I mean, his performance is right,
1: isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, every line is like as if it's a golden orb to be cherished from the heavens above. That was deep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Golden Orb. All right. Yeah.
0: We've been talking about little Mike's penis, golden orbs, and tossing off for the last. Yeah, it's 10 a random minute. podcast so far. Well, to, well yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't know that Carry On Retrospection was making a comeback again, but, you know. It will. Oh, it never went away, did it? No, not really. So he tells the gang to drop their weapons and that these blocks are under arrest. Now,. <laughs> Another thing about his performance: Why does he put a space
1: between every single line?
0: Does he think it like gives it gravitas?
1: Yeah, possibly. Mm. It's and there's some terrible lines in this. There's some well, there's some lines that are clearly meant to be great, but they're really terrible, and they start to great after a while. I mean, great yeah. not as in woohoo. I mean, great as in G R A T E. So, are we talking
0: specifically about? his catchphrase which eh, is coming up
1: the catchphrase and any other word than involves I'll be the judge of that judge yeah. this all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it just gets annoying yeah. after a while
0: yeah yeah I agree so Ferguson asks the gang to surrender but the block warlord he's having none of that and the gang starts shooting again and Dredd just stands there as the bullets rain down around him and he says I knew they'd do that
1: yeah that's his other catchphrase right
0: that's his other catchphrase, yeah. You know. And he, and believe me, he says it a lot. He does. So he starts to rattle off statistics, as you say, and he, as he, about the range of the weapons, as he walks over to the other judges, who are still taking cover. What are you doing down there, he asks. I've had bosses like that, you know.
1: Yeah, but dude, I don't think Judge Dredd says, ooh, what are you doing down there <laughs> like that? He <laughs> <laughs> put a little Paul spin on it, I think.
0: Well, I've already done it. Everyone has already heard that I can
1: do a Sylvester Stallone. So you thought you'd go a different direction? I thought, you know,
0: I'll go a different direction. I'll go to the Kenneth Williams room instead. (laughs) Bye, Eck. what are you doing down there? (laughs) It's raining bullets. I I might try that one. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good one. I don't know, but he sounds a bit amateurish to me in this film. It's like he's forgotten every acting lesson he's ever had. It's almost, I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of his performance in Cobra, but mm. ramped up
1: even okay. more. Yeah, maybe.
0: You know, that, that Ernest thing that he does in Cobra,
1: <laughs> where he's kind of, everything's clenched tight. Nah, nah, no, I'm thinking Stallone playing a guy called Ernest. He's a milkman. It <laughs> could be one of those Ernest movies that Ernest does Cobra. Yeah, it could be a Ken Loach film about a milkman oh. called Ernest who wants to be a bounty hunter. <laughs>
0: Well, now I'm just thinking of a Ken Loach film, uh, Ken Loach directing Judge Dredd. Can you imagine that?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's about a milkman and it's called Lotta Bottle. <laughs> Boy,
0: yeah, they forgot my gold top. I'm going to have to judge them now. <laughs> yeah, sounds perfect. Bloody Tories, they're everywhere. Yeah, I've seen a Ken Loach film, I don't know about it. I think you've heard of a Ken Loach film. Uh, no, I've, I've seen one, mm-hmm. possibly two, I think. Mm -hmm. maybe I saw half of that one I'm not sure okay it's good so back to Judge (laughs) Dredd not directed by no (laughs) no, not at all we're waiting for backup says Hershey it's here he says
1: he's very confident of himself isn't he yeah he is well he would be wouldn't he because he can avoid bullets that are raining down on him he can he can and he can just toss off in the street yeah so I'd be confident too if I could do that (laughs) he'd be locked up yeah, but I'd be confidently locked
0: up. <laughs> Fair enough. Hmm. Now, Dread pulls out his lawgiver, which is what I beg your pardon. The... Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> is that what you call yours?
0: <laughs> my Lawgiver. It, it wasn't, but I might start. <laughs> he goes, uh, "Oh, you're going to whip
1: out your lawgiver?
0: Hmm. Yep, yep. I'm going to pull out my lawgiver and see what shakes." Um. So the lawgiver is the weapon that the the, the judges use, and it's hmm. a special gun that can fire. Uh, multiple types of bullets. Yep. And he says grenade, and he fires it, and it blows a hole in the side of the building. And the judges enter. I think that, that this is quite a well done action sequence as Dread and the judges take out some of the gang. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's not too bad. Not oh. too bad. there's the dust settles, Dread uh, says that the room has been pacified, but the rookies all hopped up now. Next one's mine, he says. And before anyone can stop him, he kicks open another door
1: and it instantly gets blasted by a by a what? <laughs> i can't read your writing for five thousand miles away i don't know <laughs> oh go on just tell me what it says in your notes
0: and instantly gets blasted by a dog <laughs> a doggone gang member on gang member
1: doggone gang, member. dog gang members that that's a totally different film it's, you've seen
0: it's certainly not a phrase i use in everyday life
1: you don't you don't know oh, you're a doggone gang member
0: i might start now yeah is it, is it bad that when this guy got shot, I laughed out loud? What amused you about it? Just the way you kicked the door open and they just killed him instantly. Oh. Just made me chuckle. Is that bad? Does that say a lot,
1: a lot about me? It does, yeah. It says everything about you. that
0: I know comedy when I see it, that's what it says.
1: I'm not sure it's supposed to be a comedic moment. Well, it had that effect on me. Okay. Unlike other aspects of this film. But then you had the one who chartled his way for Schindler's List. <laughs> That was
0: a three-tissue movie that was uh <laughs> yeah leave it there <laughs> uh so dread's angry you're under arrest prepare to be judged he says and a gang member picks up the rookie's lawgiver but it's only set to be held by a judge and it it, it explodes and i laughed again i have to say that's a good moment it is next Dred uses a variety of bullets to take out the gang rapid fire armor piercing double whammy
1: why didn't you stick to one? It would have worked. Yeah,
0: because they all kind of do the same thing anyway, don't they? Yeah,
1: it just kills them. What they're gonna do? No. Do you
0: think that this Judge Dredd universe is a future version of the Runaway universe?
1: You mean it's an extension of the bullets that they had in Runaway? Yeah, we've got we've got servant robots w-
0: walking around. We've got guns with smart bullets. Sure, yeah. universe
1: could be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: So anyway, the gang are all dead. Only the Block Warlord is left standing. And Dread reels off his charges that amount to 40 years in prison. Mm-hmm. But one of the gang, who's only wounded, fancies his chances and picks up a gun. But Hershey blows him away before he could get off a shot. So next, Dread gives the uh, warlord a final cha- um, charge. The killing of a judge. Sentence. Death. But the warlord, he's got a gun up his sleeve. Or should I say, in the back of his trousers. Mm-hmm. More what it is. And he takes a chance. But Dredd spins around, blasting a hole right through him. Court adjourned, he says. (laughs) All these lines are terrible. They are, aren't they? I I can't work
1: out. Are they supposed to be funny? Or are they supposed to make you go, yeah, that was cool? I don't know. Now, I am suspicious that when I first saw this film back in 1995, I thought they Mm -hmm. were cool. Yeah, that would play, I think. But... Now I just go,
0: oh. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got the benefit of, I mean, we're older, wiser.
1: Well, we're 50% of that.
0: Which 50% are you and which one am I?
1: We're, we're the same 50%. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, because whichever one you say doesn't reflect well on you anyway. no. So. no. <laughs> I've got to say at this point, this, aside from Stallone's odd acting choices,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it hasn't been too bad so far. All right, we've had Rob Schneider. Right, that's right. Never, that's never a good thing. But it looks quite good. It, it, it seems pretty comic book accurate to the source of material so far. Right. I think it's all looking good at this point.
1: So, so far, you're on board. Yeah. Okay.
0: That could change. Can't believe that. All strap in. So, uh, Hersh and Dredd are out in the corridor afterwards talking. Maybe you should have an emotion once in a while. Emotion, says Dredd. There ought to be a law against them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we discussed it earlier. Nothing more to say on that. Nope. Next, uh, a garbage robot trundles
1: past. With a huge... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a robot that deals with garbage. It's not just a really terrible robot.
0: Well, it, it is a bit of both. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> and it's, it's got the hugest, hugest? Is that a word? It, it, it is in a Trump universe, yes. Okay, we'll stick with that then. It has a, a huge cause sign on top. It's funny. It's a cause sign, isn't it, on a garbage robot? You know, I never noticed that. You didn't notice it. It's huge. I know. I, I'm oblivious to advertising. I just thought it was funny that it was cause on a garbage robot. Yeah. Uh, unless, I, unless of course, cause ever want to, you know, give us any free stuff because then I'll take it.
1: But I, I won't. Well, I'm not as picky as you. No. But yeah, did they know that it was going to be stuck on a garbage truck?
0: <laughs> I can imagine them not being impressed with that.
1: Can you? Yeah. That gives a very uh, contradictory message. Mm. But dread—he senses that
0: something's wrong, and he orders the robot to stop. Pulling out his lawgiver, he starts to count down, saying, "You have five seconds to surrender." And the robot—you imagine the robot's not got anything inside it at all. It's just going, "Well, oh, I'm just just sweeping up." <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> nothing this, against
1: robots you're giving <laughs> this sweeping garbage robot quite a good artificial intelligence
0: well I've got to do because what's inside of it isn't a good artificial intelligence at all in fact it's not even a good intelligence is it because <laughs> when it opens up Ro- Rob Schneider Ferguson he's hiding inside covered in spaghetti for some reason
1: yeah people just throw spaghetti out they cook it what? they don't mm. eat it they just throw it straight into the garbage truck
0: well don't you find that you always end up making more than you need
1: yeah. yeah. Well, there you go then. That's true. Ah, good point. Sorry. No, I, I'd
0: actually genuinely forgot, I managed to forget at this point, that Schneider was still in the film. <laughs> just for a few precious moments, I forgot that he was in the film. Okay, you willed the universe to, like, pretend that he wasn't in it. Yeah, I made it bend to my will just for a fraction of a, of a second. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Nothing ruined it. Now it's back to normal.
0: So Dred pulls him out and Ferguson reads the name on Dredd's badge and panics as Hershey reads Dredd his bio, doesn't she? Tells him, you know, all these charges and all the funny stuff he's done. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah.
0: And Dread says, How do you plead? No, I'm thinking just execute him. No. <laughs> just just pull, pull out your lawgiver, slap him about with it for a bit, and then just shoot him in the face. Right. But that, that could be just me. Could be. Not guilty, says Ferguson. I knew you'd say that, replies Dredd. There's that catchphrase
1: again. Yeah, for the second time in what, five minutes? Mm-hmm.
0: I've got to say, it's, it's not a patch on yours. Oh, no, it's not, no. Dread tells Ferguson that he didn't need to have gotten involved, that he could have jumped out the window. It's 40 stories up, replies Ferguson. It's suicide. Yes, says Dred, but that would have been legal. Yeah,
1: I like that it's line.
0: Not, yeah, that's not a bad line. I no, yeah I, I made know. a note of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a good, it's not a bad line. So the guards take Ferguson away, and Hershey asks Dred if he's ever heard of extenuating circumstances.
1: I heard it all, he says she replies i knew you'd say that yeah, i see she delivered his own trays back to him on a silver platter that is enough now though isn't it yeah so you think like... so it's like it's, too... <laughs> it's like this is the third time we've heard it in five minutes give it a rest
0: i gotta say you know have you heard of extenuating circumstances we keep racking up these prog bands don't
1: we we do every yeah. episode
0: we find a new one yeah they were good didn't i looked them up on Spotify. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I was reading NME recently and uh, there was a review of one of their albums and they said they were a crime against music. Are you judging? I am, yeah.
0: So we cut to a huge building which is the judges HQ and all the head judges are sat on a huge,
1: around a huge holographic representation of the city. No, I prefer that they're sat on a huge (laughs) holographic projection of the city, Paul. I prefer your first go at the sentence.
0: Well, if they were sat on it, it would be no good because they just fall straight through it because it's a hologram. That is
1: true. That's true. Yeah. And then they would be just buildings growing out their heads. Yes. <laughs> what, what an image. So, Judge Griffin, um, played by
0: Jurgen Proknow. Isn't it Proknow?
1: Proknov. We'll say Proknow, shall we? Okay, and then.
0: Oh, Jurgen. People, good people
1: can write to us and correct us.
0: Yeah, because they, they will do. Yeah. <laughs> well, they won't because no one ever bloody writes to us. Though. So, um,. So old Judge Griffin, he's getting very, very animated saying that the the block wars are out of hand and he calls for even sterner measures. A old crook... Should I
1: do that again? Yeah, I don't need your Sylvester Stallone impression at this point. (laughs) Yeah, so he's calling... I'll do it from the top. Welcome to (laughs) (laughs) retrospect.
0: Judge Griffin, yeah, he's getting very animated saying that the block wars are getting out of hand and he calls for an even sterner measure. A tougher criminal code, he says. How do you get tougher than just uh, being able to
1: execute people in the street? Don't know. You're right. No, oh, thanks. I guess maybe you execute them for smaller crimes, littering. Although personal littering is a huge crime. Um, mm-hmm. Pirating. Ooh. Um, in excess albums. <laughs> Where did you pull in excess from? <laughs> I no. I was going for Yaz, but changed my mind. A Yaz. Yeah. Wow all right some deep pulls there yeah retrospection. remember what podcast you're doing i
0: like it you're always on brand okay but chief judge fargo played by max von Sydow, he believes that a soft approach should be applied but griffin he gets even more angry at him and he also gets very very germanic doesn't he I mean,
1: he them. is. I mean, yeah, yeah, it can't help that. Wow.
0: So later, Dred's watching a news report on the big screen, where a reporter, Vertis
1: Hammond. You say big screen, but it's actually like a large cathode ray tube television set. It's not very I mean, futuristic TVs in this film. But it's kind of all, a lot of it's all retro looking, isn't it? Yeah, which is odd. Mhm.
0: Yeah, considering you've got flying bikes and yeah, guns that and holograms. shoot round Yeah, but you know. So the, the reporter on screen, Vertice Hammond, is, is really laying into the judges for the lack of control. Mm-hmm. And Chief Fargo calls Dredd into his office and tells him to stand easy. <laughs> I was hoping that he'd just stand there and pop his hands on his hips or something. <laughs> that would have been fun. It would be. We didn't get that. Didn't get that, though. And then it finally
1: happens. The big helmet reveal.
0: He pulls <laughs> his helmet
1: right off. It does. In front of him. Right yeah. in front of Max von Sydow as Ridiculous. well. Ridiculous. Should be a law against it. Oh, wait, here's the law. Yep.
0: A million fanboys cry
1: out in terror. Now, it's like they knew what they were doing because the camera swoops around him as if... I don't know, like, at one point, are you supposed to go, shit, it's Sylvester Stallone. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. He's been really acting for his entire film so far and I didn't notice it was him. Or are they going... Is it just a giant... Big finger at the fans. Well, that's the way they took it. I can see I why, though, because personally, I'm not a huge Judge Dread fan. I've read it, but I'm not like obsessed with it. So I don't mm-hmm. really deep down care that he takes the helmet off. But it's the but way they it, do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the equivalent of of making a Batman movie and of him running around in a pair of sweatpants, isn't
1: it? Didn't they do that in the '60s version? <laughs> No, that was that was spandex. Oh right. I always get spandex <laughs> and sweatpants mixed up. That's why somebody looked at me funny when I was at the Pilates class.
0: They should be lucky that you even wearing them, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. You don't usually bother, do
1: you? No, no let pants. It all, just like flow free. Let it all flow free. Let like, the plums out. Like nature intended. Yeah.
0: Well I don't know. I don't know if nature intended that.
1: I had Nature not. intended plums.
0: <laughs> not your plums. <laughs>
1: Well, I think everybody's plums are included under the heading of nature. Depends on the plums. Doesn't depend on the nature. Well, I mean, you can get bruised plums. They're never—they're not good, are they? No, but fortunately, I don't have bruised plums because I don't ride the dodgems anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know I'm... this is getting weirder every time. <laughs> we could do abstract. I'm doing it
1: now, can you not see? Oh yeah, lovely. Is it triangle? Rhombus. Rhombus, my favourite. Yeah, I worked hard on my rhombus. You you wait for rhombus and one doesn't turn up, then three turn up. Once.
0: <laughs> so Alright, I can see the studio's you know, point of view in this. In that they didn't want to hide the face of the leading actor. Especially yeah. not Sylvester Stallone and he's pretty popular at
1: this point. Yeah, so you're not going to have him covered up for the entire film. Yeah,
0: especially if they probably paid through through the nose to to have him in the movie as well. Right,
1: right. Literally paid through the nose, you know, those 90s. Yeah,
0: yeah, Getting the (laughs) hell. But uh, but come on, it's Judge Dredd. Everybody knows that the helmet never, ever comes off. And and it's it's especially painful, I think, after the great opening that we just had as well. Oh, so this is where it starts to go downhill for you? eh? Yeah, as soon as that helmet comes off. You, you, you just know it's not going back on oh
1: well, yeah that's true yeah.
0: so Fargo asks
1: Dredd if all the that is true ex- though once you've pulled your helmet off it never goes back on oh I don't know I'll give it 20 minutes but it's amazing what they can do with surgery these days so Fargo asks Dredd if
0: all the summer executions at, uh, you know at the gang battle were necessary and Dredd says yes and that you know that too sir if you weren't always at the academy don't you mean at the academy wiping cadets asses Asked Fargo I'm assuming that he doesn't mean literally. No,
1: unless it's the uh, bum-wiping robots day off.
0: Well, I was thinking, you know, if if that is what he has to do at that academy, then they need to
1: get a bum-wiping robot, don't they? Yeah, so somewhere they've gone back from runaway. I'll lend them mine. Yeah, you could. I mean, it's well used, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, today it was. But also, (laughs) isn't judge Fergal used to the way that judges operate because that's what they do
0: yeah especially considering i mean he's the head judge no so so he must have done this
1: he's done it for a while yeah Yeah. so he must have been on the street at some point
0: yeah maybe he's softening in his old age though yeah maybe or maybe it's just badly written
1: oh no softening
0: (laughs) all right uh so Fergal talks about how dread was his finest student Mm -hmm. and he orders him to spend a couple of days a week teaching at the academy. Unarmed yeah. oh, no, am combat or marksmanship, asks Dredd. Ethics, replies Fargo. Yeah. And you can see Dredd thinking, oh,
1: shit. No, no, Judge, Judge Dredd says, uh, oh, please tell me you have a list, but you want me to teach cadets about the southern county England. He's <laughs> like, ethics? Is that near suffix?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you elaborated. So we cut to an imposing building atop a mountain, and a caption tells us it's Aspen Penal Colony.
1: Mm. Anything? Nope. nothing funny about the word penal
0: there's not no i mean we're we're not childish (laughs) i'm not (laughs) did i say anything i gave you the option and you declined so that's No, the
1: fact you gave me the option tells me what you were thinking no i was thinking that
0: maybe you were thinking of it
1: no i think you were thinking that i would think it so that you could think it and get away with it
0: no i was thinking that maybe you were thinking that i was thinking it and i thought no i'm not thinking that so you better think it instead
1: no, I think you were thinking that I was thinking it and then I would say it so that you could think it and then say it, but I was thinking it so you wouldn't think it and then I could say it and you would think it, yeah, and then say it.
0: No, I was thinking no. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: no, 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 no. let's <laughs> go. So we cut to the inside
0: and we see uh the warden walking down a long corridor flanked by two guards in very fetching uniforms. Mm. They don't look very practical these these guard uniforms, don't they? Not at all. No. Lots of tubes and stuff. Nicely described. <laughs> Well, as you said before, they look plasticky and...
1: Yeah, they all do. It's weird.
0: Mm. And there's a man in a cell, surrounded by a force field and gun turrets, and it's Rico.
1: Yeah, Rico.
0: So the warden enters, leaving the two guards outside, and he deactivates the security system.
1: Also, can I point out, there's a lot of weird, like, dramatic face reveals as if we're supposed to be excited by the fact that it's Mm. Rico or Alvin Santi or something. I don't quite know what's going on. It's like the helmet reveal done here as well as if we're supposed to go ooh guy yeah. we don't know anything about
0: do you, do you imagine there's lots of people that get excited about the reveal of Amanda Santi in films
1: I don't know was he popular at the time well, he, he he had worked
0: with Stallone before hadn't he I think they did a movie together in the early 80s or late 70s oh so
1: that's the idea
0: could be could be well, either, you know it's a getting them together again kind of thing
1: well I don't think I got that in 1995 and I still didn't get that now
0: no no, no okay. i don't blame you
1: oh thanks no one you don't blame <laughs> life's tough enough of it is you should yeah think yourself lucky oh, so I do. Uh, every day
0: i know you do so the warden and rico have a um you know a philosophical discussion about the law and he points out that rico he's killed innocent people in his past
1: oh, the worst kind
0: and then the warden very wisely i think deactivates the force field to personally hand Rico a gift that has come from outside.
1: Now, I now, assume the yeah.
0: warden's crooked as well.
1: He, he, he looks
0: a bit sleazy and a bit, a bit...
1: Well, he says this is from a mutual benefactor, so mm, I assume yeah. he's, like, crooked.
0: But you, I'd say this, though. Say what you like about the Aspen Penal Colony, but it definitely has that personal service touch, doesn't it? The fact that the warden's bringing him his presents.
1: Yeah, and I'll say whatever I like about the Aspen Penal Colony.
0: And you do. I do, often. all
1: the time, yeah. Shit place. Never going back. Although, Too much. great skiing. Who knew? <laughs> so the uh, the present is a box
0: with a judge's shield and a picture of the reporter Hammond inside of it. What is that? Asked the warden. It's a puzzle that contains the meaning of life, says Rico. And the box turns into a gun. So tell me, Rico, asks the warden, what is the meaning of life? And he replies... 42. Do you know what? You went exactly where I was hoping you were going to go. Then teamwork. I told you the last episode; it's like Anton Deck.
1: Yeah, this is when one's mm. drunk.
0: Well, you are drinking vodka,
1: so <sighs> can't tell people that.
0: <laughs> oh, don't give away the magic.
1: Every time I talk to you, I drink vodka. It's the only way I get through a conversation. <laughs> I drink vodka when I'm talking to myself. I drink vodka when you're talking to yourself.
0: No, I drink vodka when you're talking to yourself, talking to me, talking to myself. No, let's not do oh, let's no, not no, do no, this no, no, no. again <laughs> so Rico replies it ends, and he shoots him in the throat mm-hmm. now unable to speak, the gun turrets don't recognize the voice of the warden anymore, and as Rico laughs manically, they kill the warden now schoolboy error it Skubai is error,
1: but that's a job that you hope has got decent sick days because if you turn up with a cold, you're dead, yeah he's like yeah. Don't recognise him! <laughs> Dead. He's <laughs> like, oh, he's the fifth one this week. The flu's killing everybody. Literally killing everybody.
0: Yeah, they're, go- they're going through these wardens like a dose of salt, aren't they? Yeah. So the guards rush in. The guards rush in? No, 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 no they rush in. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. The accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my strange accent. Weird. But Rico, who's hiding under the walkway... has so they- in this? <laughs> you keep doing that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, go on.
0: You know, you'll do that once too often, and it'll be like the boy who cried wolf.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Very nice. So Rico knocks one of the guards off the platform and picks up his gun and he kills the other one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we cut to the Judge Academy. And Dread uh, is giving. Is it called go Judge on. Academy? Judge Academy, yeah. Back in, back in action. <laughs> <laughs> is that the sequel? <laughs> Judge Academy mission to Moscow. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right. And as Dredd is giving a lesson to some cadets, he's demonstrating their armor, the guns, and the flying cycles. I don't mean cycles. I mean by bi- I don't mean bicycles. I mean motorbikes.
1: Yeah, you did. Okay. The flying bicycles. That would be interesting. Wouldn't it? Yeah. What did you do? The harder you pedal, the harder they go. Yeah. I get oh. three feet off the ground. I'd be fucked. <laughs>
0: Give us a minute. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be ready in half an hour. So, so he's giving them a rousing speech about how the law is the only thing that counts. And, and there's a lot of dialogue here. And yeah, aside from Stallone's old performance anyway, do you think he struggled with this?
1: I don't know, because like, it comes across as a comedy cue moment for a start, you know, James mm-hmm. Bond. And then he refers to these things as just toys. And what I think he meant to say was merchandising opportunities.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, do you remember any toys or anything like that for this movie? I don't.
1: Now you mention it, I don't either. But there must have been Charlie. You would have thought so. Yeah, because they I know. before the film does, so they wouldn't have known that the film would flop.
0: I think there was meant. To, I think there was a game for whatever was the system
1: at the time. Oh, a video game. Mm. Not a board game. Roll <laughs> <laughs> <Blow> the <laughs> dice. <laughs> Move your jet, <jetpack>. but. <laughs> jet bike
0: <laughs> pick a card you uh, are in violation of <laughs>
1: yeah you've been judged
0: so dread tells them that they uh, if they live long enough then they can look
1: forward to a nice long walk in the accursed earth okay now uh, this is where I have huge problems with this and I'm assuming well, it's from the original story but it is. if you survive yeah, this heard torturous life of being a judge where people are trying to kill you your mm-hmm. reward is to go to retire to a desolate, empty desert dealing with people in a place that has no law that are trying to kill you. I'm sorry, but where's the incentive to take this job? Well, I mean, it'd be a change, wouldn't it? From what? Like, the city, get you out in the fresh air. You know that when you retire from your job and your life is towards an end that you've already got a desolate, empty desert, but you don't want to have to you know. That doesn't strive you to go forwards, right, Paul? Very
0: little mm. strives me to go forwards. Just gravity. Gra- well no, it pulls me down. Oh
1: yeah, that's true. Like I life. Just, I just don't understand how that is a reward for all the work you've done.
0: Yeah, I suppose if they look at it the way you know, the it's No, you're right. It doesn't make any sense thinking about it. No.
1: No, no. it's a, no. it's an interesting class. I've never been to a class like this. He turns up He shows you a Mm -hmm. few things, one then breaks down, he gives a mumbled speech about something or other, and then class is dismissed.
0: If I was a teacher, that would be the class I'd teach, then.
1: Would be, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've been watching episodes of Man Down. I kind of think if you were a teacher, that would be the classes you'd teach.
0: (laughs) What do you mean by that?
1: Ah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: So then we cut to the unisex locker room, and everyone's wearing black unitards.
1: I haven't realised it was unisex. I guess it is because Hershey's in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's other women in there as well getting changed with the, with
1: the men, which is fine, you know. They
0: have a unisex locker room in um, Robocop.
1: Well, so that's what the future will give us. But to be honest, I don't even like same-sex changing rooms. I'd like my own changing room. Just, <laughs> just a me changing room.
0: What, what are you insecure about? Your little mic? <laughs>
1: no, I just don't like, don't like other people stuffy to don't, do with insecurity you, you just don't like other people oh no, so why would i want to change them i don't even want to talk to him.
0: unless of course they listen to our podcast and you love them don't you
1: they're the best they're the only people i like Ah, oh, absolutely mm. yeah
0: so Dredd and hershey have a conversation about how lonely being a judge is and dred and hershey have a conversation about how lonely being a judge is haven't you ever had a friend she asks once he says what happened i judged him it's like not friends with you. Well, I don't know what you mean. You don't know
1: what I mean. No, I don't judge you. I just, I just look at you with despair. Very different. Judging assumes you could do some right at some point. I've done good things before. Is this one of those comedy pauses? It pauses again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, okay. Okay. Well, this, this is my problem anyway. Another problem I've got with this film. Okay. They're humanizing Dread too much. He's meant to be a faceless
1: law machine. So he doesn't have relationships or um, really, friends no. in the comic book series. Not really.
0: You don't. You, you in fact you you know very little about him. Now, I suppose you could argue that that wouldn't work. That, you know, it's one of those things that works in a comic, but it wouldn't work on a in a movie. Well, because you need to, you need to empathise with your main
1: character. Yes, you have a point. But let's obviously bring up the elephant in the room: the dread film works fine. Which, and I don't think they going too much although you kind of think he has an affection for his partner in the film but you don't Mm -hmm. think it doesn't deal with any of the backstory like that right no you know nothing about it and it works perfectly well yeah so i think this has a very 90s idea of what a film should be a hollywood film should be yeah yeah
0: they, they dropped the ball didn't they basically
1: i'm not sure they dropped the ball i think they made a film For 1995. Well, you say that, but no one wanted it in 1995. (laughs) That is true. I think maybe the character of Dread wasn't suitable for 1995.
0: More suitable now. Yeah. When, yeah. I don't know what that says about the world now.
1: It says that we're heading for a dystopian universe of hopelessness, uh, greed, avarance, and destruction.
0: Well, something to look forward to, I suppose. Always. But can you imagine living with a judge? You'd be like... So at 0900 hours yesterday, you failed to properly indicate the left turning. That's 40 days incarceration. I think. At at 1200 hours, you forgot to use the coaster when placing your mug on the new coffee
1: table. Oh, I've been judged for that before. I think um, a judge would have to go out and marry a judge. Judge on judge action. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. I'm sure if you looked hard enough online, you'd find it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only way it could go because you would never be able to survive being judged all the time. I mean, how do you manage? Um, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> no one judges me. Anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
0: so we see more guys patrolling a shuttle that's leaving the penal colony, and a technician is logging bodies when one of the body bags just sits up. I hate when that happens. But it's Rico, and he kills the tech. And then for some reason, slaps himself in the face.
1: Um, he does that because he's... Ah, fuck it, I've got nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's another odd choice, isn't it? Yeah. Is mean, he's, hes meant to show that he's hes a psychopath?
1: Or... Or, or is he waking himself up from whatever made him sleepy in the bag? Or was he just laying in the bag? I don't know.
0: Mm. Um, we'll never
1: know. We'll never know. And to be honest,
0: we don't care. Not really, no. So we cut to the streets, the streets from Blade Runner, it looks like, and mm. Rico finds a shop called Geiger's Bazaar, nice little in-joke there, yeah. yeah. and inside we find the owner, and it's Ian Jury.
1: Ian Jury, ever been in another film?
0: Yeah, he's in a few. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he's in a Crow movie, I think, and various other, I mean, oh. they're all shit, basically. Split second, that's got to be a, a movie we're going to cover at some point. Okay, um...
1: I kind of like him in this, though. Yeah, for the brief moment that you see him, yeah, like thirty he, seconds. He's a highlight for me.
0: <laughs> yes. You know when Rico walks in, he's probably thinking, "Keep that bloody rhythm stick away from me."
1: He probably is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I knew any titles of any other injury, come back with a funny quip, but I don't. So. Neither do I. No.
0: Actually, I know there's one called um, Spasticus Fantasticus, but we can't really talk about that one, can we?
1: Not since that was your nickname at school. <laughs>
0: So, Rico gives him a code, and Jury goes to get a package. And it... <laughs> Come. <laughs> he's lost it here. I'm
2: not saying In the back...
0: anything. No, you don't have to. In the back, Rico comments on uh, an old robot that's laying around. Jury tells him, I'm just going to call him Jury because I can't... He's... I know he's Geiger, isn't he? But he's Jury. Yeah, yeah. Jury tells him that uh, even though they're outlawed now, you can still collect them as long as they're non-functioning, like my wife. Good line. But it is, yeah. And uh, he gives him a briefcase with the judge's logo on top of it. And inside is a judge's lawgiver. And jury panics, telling him not to touch it or it'll blow his hand off. But Rico just picks it up. Look at that. I must be a judge, he says. And then he shoots him in the head. And that's the end of you and jury. Ah, shame. What is it with Rico? Does he have to kill everyone he meets?
1: Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, he's he seems to enjoy it. Yeah, he does, and he's not exactly, like, covering his tracks or anything.
0: No, no. Maybe if, if he doesn't kill at least 30 people a day, you know, he's he gets a bit twitchy. So Rico opens the robot's head, and with a bit of rewiring, he reactivates it. He could come and fix my cooker. It's a bit faulty at the minute, you know. So the robot wakes up and asks for a mission, and Rico tells him, War.
1: <sighs> what is it good for? Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Just Say the way you said no, it. no,
0: No, no. The, the robot's all right, isn't it? It's a mixture of stop motion and practical effects.
1: Yeah, it looks good. I yeah, like it. Does. I can't imagine, so, though, you would be allowed to collect them, though.
0: No. No. But then maybe he was lying to him anyway. Well, that's true. No thought of that. And he's dead, so we'll never know. Nope. Can't ask him. All these unanswered questions in Judge Dread. Deep film. So then we cut to Hammond and his wife at home. <laughs> This threw me for a second, because the actress that's playing his wife, she looks like Mrs. McCluskey from uh, Grange
1: Hill. Oh, so you're thinking stamo was going to come in or something? Or a big sausage yeah. on a fork that's going to fly through the sky? <laughs> Look it up for
0: anyone uh, not familiar with it.
1: No, I never really watched Grange Hill.
0: Neither did I, really, but I was work It was the thing that came on, you yeah. know, Grange Hill, okay. I used to think to myself, what do I want to watch this for? I've just lived it today.
1: Yeah, right. You've just spent eight hours at school. You don't really want to watch other people at school.
0: Mm. We, uh, uh, and and to be honest, we got more colourful language at school than we did in Grange Hill. That's so. true.
1: That's true, and better sausages. Better sausages.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely.
1: And they weren't being thrown through the air at uh, at you. No, bar rubbers no. were. One well, on me, but at other people.
0: But well, we had psycho teachers, at, didn't we? That is true. Well, they weren't all psychos, were they? Conn? No,
1: some of them just used to sit and chat while you had to needlework. But we had other ones that were all right. Stealing a living, some of them were. All
0: right, harsh, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, some of them were all right. So yeah, so we're with Hammond and his wife at home talking about corruption in the system. When the door bursts open and Dredd, or someone wearing Dredd's uniform, mm. kills them both in a hail of gunfire. Which surprised me as I assumed he was going to be a, like a major bad guy in this film. You know, the, the reporter guy.
1: Oh, he did? Mm. I
0: mean, but, especially as he was, the, the actor playing him was, also played the main bad guy in Lethal Weapon.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, the cast list is astonishing in this film. It is. It is. It's just a shame. Yeah. Wasted. Absolutely. So
0: later, back on the street, an idiot is between two vehicles ramming his car into the front and back of them. How did he actually get that car between those two other vehicles? I don't know. Maybe they drive driving
1: sideways. Well, I oh, could be flying cars, I suppose. And maybe oh, he landed just... vertically. Well, then why can't he just land vertically between them instead of bashing out? Or why can't he take off? Virtually? But he's having
0: fun, isn't he? He's, he's, don't they say he's, a de- he's, he's drunk as well?
1: Or That's right. He's just enjoying the bashing of poor people's cars. And you would. Speaking as one of those poor people, no.
0: So Hershey reads him his rights. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the douchebag, he, he's getting lippy. Yeah, he is. Until Dread appears behind him, and he's thankfully back in uniform, and he's actually got his helmet on again.
1: Oh, there you go. So you were wrong after all when you said you'd uh, never see him back in a uni- uh, yes, back wearing Yes, a but helmet. It, it doesn't last. No, in fact, it lasts for about thirty seconds.
0: The uh, the douchebag tries to he tries to bribe them, mm-hmm. and Dread gets to use his catchphrase again it while does. blowing up the man's car. So suddenly two guards appear and arrest Dredd on a charge of murder. Ooh. And Stallone gets to uh, gets to act again a bit here, doesn't he?
1: He does, yeah.
0: And then in his cell, Fargo confronts Dredd who protests his innocence. Fargo believes him and says that he'll do all he can to help him.
1: Yeah, but not everything.
0: You so say you do all you can and then there's doing all you can. And they're very two different things, really. Apparently, you know? yeah. It's like when I say, okay, I'm going to take the rubbish out in the morning. Mm-hmm. There's taking the rubbish out, and then there's taking the rubbish out. So then it's the trial, mm-hmm. and they're watching a holographic replay of the murder, which which <laughs> they, funnily enough, they refer to as video, don't they? They do, yeah. She's yeah. Mm-hmm. quaint and
1: nice. It's
0: nice, yeah. Now, Hershey defending dread, she objects, saying that the video is in such a low definition that it proves nothing. That was always a problem with mid 90s DVDs,
1: wasn't it? It is, but also, can just anyone wear a judge's uniform? How would you get one? If you weren't a judge, how would you get one? Have you seen them? They're made of plastic, you can make one. (laughs) Toy and hobby. Yeah, you just put one together. (laughs) Job done. All right, I'll I'll go with
0: that.
2: Yeah.
0: So she asks that the the charges be dropped. So Fergus agrees that the video is inadmissible. But there's more. They present top secret information and a rather sexy computer voice tells the court that Dred's DNA was found on the bullets that killed Hammond and his wife.
1: Ooh. Now,
0: how did he get his DNA on them, do you reckon? He um, sucked each individual bullet. Well, that was very tame. I was expecting more, more from you there, Colin. <laughs> and,
1: and this brings up a point. Okay. Wouldn't the bullets that killed the Ian Jury character, also have Dredd's DNA on them? Did he kill Ian Jury? He didn't kill Ian Jury with a lawgiver, did he? Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, it's the same gun. Very true. So wouldn't they have gone, hold on, this guy was also killed by Judge Dredd, but Judge Dredd happened to be in that bar down the road at the time, so how can he be in two places at once?
0: Yeah, he's getting around, isn't he?
1: Yeah, no one seems to have brought that
0: up. And I can't find a a reasonable explanation for it, off the top of my head.
1: Because there isn't one. It's bollocks. Yeah, it is. Also, if you're a a prosecution team, why would you lead with this evidence of the video that's pretty, like, crappy, and then suddenly bring up DNA business with the bullets? Wouldn't you just go straight to that and job done?
0: Maybe the DNA evidence required a bit more work, and and the guy was thinking, do you know what, if I can just fudge it through on this, like, crappy video thing, I might not have to do the rest of the work. Mm Mm-hmm. I... Oh, come on, we've all, we've all been there. Where have I heard that
1: work ethic before? <laughs> hey, watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Stallone, goes into acting overdrive at this point, doesn't he? And he says,
1: I don't break the law. I am the law. And also, Judge Hershey, who is his judge at that moment, says, we have no case. You don't really want to say that in the courtroom out loud. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got no case. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, whose side is she on?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So later, Fargo expresses his regret to Griffin, and they talk about a failed project called Janus or Janus, or because everyone says seems to say it differently. I, I prefer to call it J-anus. J-anus. Janus. Janus. I think that's what we'll call it. We'll call okay. it Janus. Janus. And how they uh, covered up all of Rico's victims in the past. Fergo, he's got something to hide, saying that his, conversa- his connection to Dredd will implicate him and it could bring down the whole justice system. But Griffin says that if Fergo takes one for the team and he goes on a long walk, just, you know. Just to walk around the block? Walk around the block. Just then a they can stroll. cover it. Yeah. If he does that, then they can cover it all up once again. Now, back in court, Dredd is finally found guilty mm. and Griffin smiles evilly. I've seen that grin from you.
1: I don't smile very often. That's true. When you do, I just, I check my pockets.
0: (laughs) I've got bloody long arms if I'm pickpocketing you
1: from uh, New York. You do. Wait, why are you pickpocketing me from New York? Where did you get here? (laughs) (laughs) Where am I?
0: I'd just like to say for any uh, employers listening out there, I've never pickpocketed anyone.
1: Not internationally.
0: No, no. Of course
1: locally different question <laughs>
0: luckily that's never come up no okay okay it's a joke mm-hmm. it really is a joke
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now back in court oh, I've done that haven't I yeah <laughs> Yep. unless mm. it's a retrial you can't be tried again for something that you've already been found guilty for <laughs> that's
1: I? true that would be pointless wouldn't it <laughs> you're guilty again oh Do death sentences.
0: Woohoo Maybe they could kill him once, you know, bring him back and then kill him again. Could do, could do, yeah. That's true. You could do that in a Marvel movie. They do it all the time.
1: Do anything in a Marvel movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, don't get you started. (laughs) eh? (laughs) So Fergo resigns and he says that he's gonna take the long walk to the cursed earth. And he asks that the court be lenient on dread. Yes, says Griffin. And then he sentences him to life in prison. Yeah, that's lenient. Okay. Yeah. But if he sends him to the Aspen Penal Colony, I mean, he's going to be out pretty soon anyway, really, isn't he? Why? Well, Rico didn't take long to get out, did he? Well, that's true. You just get a package
1: delivered. Get a package delivered and Bob's your uncle. Well, no, Rico's your brother, not Bob's your uncle.
0: Yeah, but if Rico's your brother and Bob's your uncle, then Jeff must be your
1: cousin. Uh, long cousin, yeah. But I also like Judge Hershey's, like, half-hearted protest, where she's like, I demand an acquittal, blah, blah, blah. And then Fergo says, Griffin says, you're out of order. That's the end of it. And she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't put up much of a fight.
0: She knows when she's beaten. At her, she apologises to Dredd, saying that she's, uh, she's let him down.
1: She has, true, right? She's terrible. I yeah, see so you're
0: too bloody right you have.
1: Yeah. Also, they're going to give Fergo the long walk, which is like a death sentence, apparently. But isn't the long mm-hmm. walk what they end up doing anyway? Yeah, so it's not it's not
0: that much more of a, a terrible thing for him, really,
1: is it? No, it's what he was going to end up doing anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, because, I mean, he's getting on anyway. It, it's coming up soon for him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so they just speeded it up. Yeah. I don't know what he's complaining about. He, he sees entitlement. You know, these old people, they feel like they're entitled to stuff, don't they? Yeah, you do. Hang on. What? <laughs> so then they take away uh, Dred's badge. And for some reason, they rip off the arms of his shirt first and then take the shirt off him. Mm. Did you notice that?
1: I did, yeah. And uh, I have no logical explanation for that other than it's dramatic.
0: And they wanted to show off Sylvester Sloan's huge pecs. That's
1: how I take my shirts off. Well, you rip the arms off first, dear.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I do that with my trousers.
1: Unintentionally?
0: <laughs> yeah, when I bend over. Yeah. Rip. <laughs>
1: Is right car. up the seam. Yeah. He's doing his incredible all compressions again.
0: <laughs> well, you know, similar, uh, similar um,
1: girth. <laughs> it's the elephant back in the room. Yeah, yeah. His thighs are the size of your belly. <laughs> <laughs> Massive trunk. Right. Um, it is a phrase never been used. Yeah. By you. <laughs> to you.
2: At
0: me. No, hang on. That's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you lost it there. Yeah.
0: Oh, damn. So Fargo, now in his long coat, he gets a, a law book given to him. Useful. And a shotgun. And he walks out into the cursed earth. And as the doors open, he looks out at the parched, dry wasteland. And he thinks bugger this, and he turns around to go back, but they've shut the doors already.
1: Yeah, and then the doors open, and he steps out and says, tonight, George Fargo is Bob Geldof. <laughs> <laughs> Starts singing, Mon- <laughs> what's the song? I don't like Mondays. <laughs> I don't like Mondays. Yeah, start Good. singing I don't like Mondays as he comes down the steps into the desert. <laughs> it could be George Formby. What would he sing? When I'm cleaning windows. No, windows in the cursed earth. Pointless song.
0: All right, all right. With me little stick of black rock. How about that one then? Perfect. You're amazed at my knowledge of George Formby, aren't you?
1: Not amazed. Saddened.
0: <laughs> no, it's pretty good.
1: Who doesn't like a George Formby film?
0: I know. Ahead of his time he was. Mm. I think he was from Wigan. Kind of everything. I know. So Hershey rifles through Dred's locker. I was going to say drawers, but it's a locker.
1: Yeah, it's a locker. And no rifles in it either.
0: There's no rifles in it, no. No. But there is a pic of him and Rico in uniform together. And some family photos.
1: Yeah, before we we discuss that, did you also see what else was in the locker? Go on. Apparently, Judge Dredd Mm -hmm. reads volume one and volume two of Edward Gibbons' The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. Does he really? Yeah, Everyman Editions. Wow. Yeah. he's a deep reader then not only am I bewildered by the fact that Judge Dredd reads those quite surprised Mr. Stallone knows what they are either
0: <laughs> I don't think he did then I'd be surprised if he does now it's a weird choice of books it is yeah I think it's supposed to I would imagine it's supposed to show us that you know there's more to him than, than what we see than what's in the rest of the film Than what's in the rest of the film.
1: Okay, all right.
0: And as you always say, show, don't tell.
1: Yeah, but that got me in trouble once, so I don't do that anymore.
0: (laughs) So Griffin finds Rico and the robot waiting for him in his office. And they talk, revealing that, shockingly, Griffin was in on it all along. Mm, Didn't see that one coming. didn't see that one coming from the evil German guy, did you?
1: No.
0: I'm not saying that he's evil because he's German, but he's German because he's evil.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Think about it. Yeah, I won't. All right. Why <laughs> break
0: the habit of a lifetime? No, nope, right? that will go to now. At the merest mention of Dred's name, Rico goes into a rage. Mm. And they talk about Project Janus, and the Griffin wants Rico to create chaos on the streets so that the people have no choice but to turn to Project Janus. Mm. Would you like to turn to? To Project Anus,
1: Colin. I'm not partial to it, but if I'm forced to, I will. <laughs> if you're forced to? Yes. All right.
0: Okay. That's not what I've heard, but okay. And uh,
1: Rika says that
0: you want chaos, I'll give you chaos. And he throws a strop, smashing a bust. Wait, whose? Just some bust.
1: Oh. Laying around. So so he literally busts the bust.
0: So he cuts to the prison shuttle, and um, things go from bad to worse for Dredd. Does German sausages? You know what? What if it was a German sausage, it would be better than what he's actually sat next to.
1: Maybe it's Ergen Prochnow sausages.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that like Paul Newman's um sauce? Sauce or whatever
1: it is. Yeah. pickles or whatever. Yeah. Barry so, Norman did pickles, didn't he? Barry Norman did pickles. Uh mm. Newman did Shit, what did he do? Uh he uh dressings. Oh dressings right. Didn't he also do popcorn as well? I'm not, I'm not sure about the popcorn. Oh, no, okay. No. All right. Yeah, Jürgen Prognal's sausages. <laughs> They're
0: the do your worst. What, what would be ours if we did one? Toilet paper? Used. Used. <laughs> <laughs> what would you use used toilet paper for?
1: I have no idea. We've got nothing.
0: <laughs> Answers on a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. No. So as I was saying, on the prison shuttle... Mm-hmm. Things go from bad to worse for Dread when he realises that he sat next to Rob Schneider.
1: Uh, just when you think you haven't been punched enough.
0: I know, and again, I'd forgotten he was in it until this point. Ah, uh, he keeps popping up though, doesn't he? He does. And Schneider gets his chance to shine by being hilarious again.
1: Rob Rob Schneider.
0: Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah.
1: Rob Schneider.
0: So we cut to some mutant rednecks in the cursed earth. Hmm. We get all excited as the shuttle flies over them. They do. And back on the shuttle, a prisoner, he, overhear, he overhears... He well,
1: overhears? Well, well, actually, technically, he does overhear while overhearing. That's or right. His overhearing is caused by his overhearing. That's right, yes. Oh. And
0: he over, so he overhears mm-hmm. Dredd's name, mm-hmm. and, he, and he breaks out and attacks him. But luckily, the rednecks bazooka the shuttle and it crashes. It goes up in a fireball. How does anyone survive that? Did he just tents? Yeah. I don't mean, did he put a tent up? But They got
1: wearing fireproof protective spandex. Are they? Yeah. All right. Prison issue. But only them two had it.
0: Was that in the novelisation that you read? What about Little Mike? Did he not get one? Don't talk about Little Mike. It's sad. No more
1: Little no Mike. No Nope. i started nope. to like
0: him as well. Eh, insignificant Mike now. Yeah. He's just dust. Miniscule Mike. Nothing of him. Nope. So back at HQ, Hershey's trying to find out the identity of Rico. But her access is terminated. I wouldn't terminate her access any day. Well, I'm not being funny, but if she knew what was good for her, she'd terminate her access around you. Wow,
1: that was harsh. <laughs> His face. You, you genuinely looked hurt then, Colin. Fended beyond belief.
0: I feel bad now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so you should.
0: <laughs> oh, hang on. You called me Spasticus Fantasticus <laughs>
1: earlier. I didn't call you that. I said that was your nickname. Yeah. Well, you... Don't mean I used it. <laughs> Yeah, you
0: might not have done it to my face. Wait, no, I never did it to your face. <laughs> Back away from that complaint. Um, so at the crash site, the two guards report to Griffin that Dredd is gone and he orders them to leave no survivors, so they kill the pilots. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you. Are you you're marking me out of ten?
1: I am, I'm just seeing if you're factually accurate with this film.
0: So we cut to Dredd and Schneider hanging from the ceiling in the rednecks, uh, rednecks car... <laughs> <laughs> redneck's car it, it's the way I've written it it looks oh, like car okay. so we cut <clears throat> so we cut to Dread and Ferguson again, it's three times this has happened oh, I shall go. <laughs> oh, oh, missus
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't know where that came from
0: so we cut to Dread and uh, Ferguson hanging from the ceiling in the redneck's lure and we see Meme Machine for the first time and he's quite well done he's very comic accurate again yeah, he's got a big dial on his head.
1: He has, yeah. Turn him up, turn him down.
0: That's right. And the rednecks, um, they're very uh, excited to have dread in their clutches, aren't they? Who wouldn't be? If you could choose, though, it's not Judge Dread you'd want in your clutches, is it? No, no. But we'll leave it there. Okay. So Dread recognizes them. It's Rico. They're the angel. Yeah. What? It's Rico. <laughs> Told you that uh, Amanda Santi, people love him. So Dread recognizes them, and they're the Angel family. And he calls them. He t- he tells them that they're basically scumbags.
1: Yeah, he doesn't win him over.
0: No, and we see Mean Machine's headbutt for the first time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they cut Schneider down. I'm just keep calling him Schneider because I I know his name's Ferguson. When but... we
1: say you see his headbutt, it looks like his head is shaped like a bottom. <laughs> headbutt. Yes, yeah. it's just what it sounds like. He does. Mm. He does. So they cut
0: Schneider down, and he thinks that he's been
1: released. Yeah, they but say Schneider, you're small, you're not funny, you're insignificant. I don't know why you're in this film. That's how they cut That's him right. down.
0: They cut him right down. Yeah. But Dredd informs him that uh, the gang are all cannibals, and don't eat me,
1: he says. I've got gonorrhea. Are they fine, young cannibals?
0: And you know what they said to the the uh, the pa? Oh no, what? He said, "Daddy." Hmm. Won't you come on home? I'm sorry. Are you going to do the whole song? No. That's all you know, right? That is all I know, I yeah. <laughs> and I think I got those those roamed the wrong way anyway. Nah. I did laugh at that line, though, about gonorrhea, I have to say.
1: I, wait, you laughed at a line that Rob Schneider delivered in yeah, New d- Street? Yeah, d-
0: despite myself. I, I did laugh at that line.
1: Then it yeah. must have been a really good line.
0: It was, well, it mentioned gonorrhea. It was not to like.
1: I mean, when you heard it that time at the doctors, it probably wasn't that funny. Do
0: you know? I ever tell you about the uh, the time I went to a um... shit? Where's this going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: went to a venereal disease museum in Blackpool. Is that is that what but... they are calling the hospital now? though? <laughs> no, it was lots of wax representations of venereal diseases in various stages. A lot of people waxing off. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of lawgivers that day as well. well that's an interesting yeah.
1: topic to have a museum about.
0: I know. There was there was one I saw. And uh, it was a it was a, a lady's part. Okay. One and, and it looked normal from one angle, but when you looked at, it at the other angle, it had one massive flap.
1: Not sure we could use this in the podcast,
0: but thanks for joining in. That's a quandary for you, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Oh, you can leave the flap in. So as the <laughs> others take Schneider away, Pa tells Mean Machine to kill Dread, but he screws up and Dredd takes out the family. I don't think mean, he kills fruit them. Fruit. He doesn't.
1: Nice did Take him back. Movie.
0: Yeah. Just as Griffin's guards find them, and Dread pretty much kills everyone in the room, in classic Stallone-like ways as well, doesn't
1: he? Hmm, he does. Uh, mm-hmm. that was very good. Thanks.
0: Did they get did they get you to do the overlay? Did they at the time? The
1: overlay. Yeah, you know the the the, the um the AD- all the side effects. The ADR and the dubbing. Yeah, did they get you to do it. Paid handsomely, I was. We're oh, yeah. in grapefruit. So. <laughs> But, unfortunately, there's a third guard who's just about
0: to kill Dread when a hooded stranger takes him out from behind.
1: Oh, I hate when a hooded stranger
0: takes you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Fargo. He takes out the guard and he says, together again, just as Meme Machine skewers him from behind.
1: Yeah, it makes a Fargo kebab. It does.
0: And so Dredd and Mean Machine fight and he gets to, um, gets to quip and use his catchphrase again, doesn't he? He does. And he does it as he pulls out the wiring from his robotic arm and he electrocutes him and kills him.
2: Mm.
0: Now, this fight's a complete letdown, I thought.
1: Oh, you don't like it?
0: No, 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 he's weak. I mean, Me Machine needs to be given more screen time than this.
1: I, I'm not a big enough fan of Judge Dredd to know enough about Me Machine to curb one way or the other.
0: No, he's a big character. He needs he needs more than this. Okay, so he was, uh, he was robbed. Plus, all the jokes and the catchphrases are they're starting to grate on me a bit now. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So back with Hershey, she, she discovers that Dred's family photos are all fake.
2: Yeah.
0: Only the baby in them is real. The other people in are CGI for some reason. Now, yeah. why bother with all that? Why not just get a couple of out-of-work actors to pose for them? Yeah. Why, I don't why know. create CGI people in photographs?
1: No idea. Seems like a lot of work, right? A lot of work, and yeah. I don't like a lot of work. <laughs> we know that makes you. Yeah. <laughs> well.
0: So, Fargo, he's on his last breath. Yeah. And as he reveals to Dredd that Project Janus was a genetic program to create the perfect judge, and it's Dredd and Rico, they were the result of Project
1: Janus. Oh, I thought it was Simon Cal was the product of Janus.
0: So, Rico is his brother.
1: Ah, oh, who'd have thought that, eh? I
0: don't know. And the lightning crashes around him, and Dredd realizes. That everything he thought about his past was a lie
1: and i hate that there's a as the lightning's crackling and stuff we see that there's a convenient statue of justice yes mm-hmm. it's like it just happens to be there
0: it's like being slapped in the face isn't it so Dred realizes that rico killed hammond and that's why the DNA's the same because they share dna yeah and then fergo dies and as you say, he looks Dread looks up to see the lightning crash across the statue of Lady Justice. What do we do? asks Ferguson. Dread turns, cocks his weapon, and he replies, "Find Rico." Does he He's say not.
1: that? He does. He says, <laughs> "Find Rico." And then makes that noise. And then yes, Ferguson's like, Wait, why are you doing that noise? That's weird."
0: So back at the HQ, Griffin takes Rico to to the um, Project Joanna slabs. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And there's a scientist in there, played by some woman. Oh, and, who, who, um, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 who's the woman?
0: Uh, oh, I don't know, I don't think I made a note of it,
1: did I? Um, okay. it's, uh, who, who is it? It's Joan Chan. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, that one, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> but you sat bolt upright at that point, didn't you? Parts of me. So Rika points out that Janus is useless... Mm-hmm. Unless the council releases all the files, so I was thinking, good luck with that. They still haven't fixed that pothole outside my garage. <laughs> natural. That was a natural laugh, Colin. You did that very well. It was like it was like watching uh, Terry and June. Was it? Which one? Yeah, it's like well, both. Or any any accent? Yeah, oh, any right. accent. <laughs> Jesus, what have you been drinking? <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking.
1: Actually, I've not seen you drink.
0: We haven't been paying attention, have you? Yeah, I don't usually. So the scientist, Joan. What? What's her name? Yeah.
1: What's the name pokes.
0: of the film, pal? I don't know. Actually, I didn't make a note of it. Okay.
1: What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Joan. You completely off tuned me.
0: out at this point as soon as she came on screen. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. So anyway, this scientist pokes fun at Rico, which isn't wise, and he hasn't killed anyone the last 10 minutes so then we get a montage of various uh, bombs going off unrest in the streets and rico's robot killing judges mm. so dread and ferguson have uh walked back to the city walls why is why is he still with him why is, is Dread still, still with,
1: with? Ferg- yeah why well which is which why is dred still with ferguson or why is ferguson still with dread why is
0: well Ferguson's with Dredd because he knows that he's his best chance of getting through the cursed earth and back to the city. Yeah. But Dred, Dread doesn't need him.
1: Well, how's he going to lose him? He just keeps following him. Kill him. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, he's a criminal anyway, so just kill him. Yeah. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, I'd be sure.
1: I know you would be.
0: Mm. And so Dredd tells him that they'll, uh, use the incineration tunnels to sneak back into the city. Uh mm-hmm. huh. I was hoping that this was just a ploy to finally get rid of the annoying fucker, but it wasn't. No, no. Uh, so she finds a bomb on her bike and dives away just as it explodes. Wait, there's
1: a bomb on her bike? A, b- a bomb. Oh, a bomb. Well, there, Sorry. Well, oh, there was a
0: bomb on it, but then she dived off it, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. then it's just a bomb. Bomb,
1: right.
0: But at one point, her bomb was on the bike.
1: And the bomb could have blown a bomb off.
0: You wouldn't want that. No. Bomb everywhere.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: Tell you what, if that happened, it'd be a right bomber, wouldn't it? It would be. So the head judges are panicking. They're running out of judges. And Griffin brings up Project Anus again.
1: Now, it's interesting they're running out of judges because these ITV shows never seem to have a problem with that. Oh, it's just whoever's on the B-list, C-list celebrity Yeah, so maybe they should have done things. that. Should have done? Should have got David Walliams or somebody like that. Yeah, can you imagine David Walliams as a, as a judge in uh, Judge Dredd? So Dredd and... Uh, so dread and... and it's someone else? I'm c- he's coming. Oh, 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 it is? Yeah. Okay, oh. build it up for it. Go oh, on. This is one who? of them knights. Who is it? Who is it? It's a knight? Seagal d- <laughs> <laughs> I had. Is he with Seagal? <laughs> I'm thinking Dredd- it's very difficult for you, aren't I? You I'm are Sorry, immediate. I'll stop. Oh, don't
0: worry. Don't worry, it's fine. It's your turn next. So Dredd and Ferguson have 30 seconds to run through the tubes before being incinerated. Mm. And we get more hilarious banter. We do. And then Stallone gets to do his Rambo-Rocky run away from a fireball routine, doesn't he?
1: He does, that we see in every film. Daylight. Rambo-Rocky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Rocky,
2: Rocky?
1: Wait, Rocky. wait. Where is he running from a fireball in Rocky? I must have missed that. Oh, is it Rocky IV? Do you not remember that? No, I don't. Oh, ah, yeah. OK. Must be the director's cut. Wait, did we do the... Rocky Ford in a podcast? Yeah, there's the other one. Don't remember. Oh, yeah, there's the other one. There's the other All Stallone right. movie. I but knew I, there was one. I don't remember Fireballs being in it. There were Fireballs
0: on the stage when James Brown was doing his routine. Got it. So falling through the tube, Schneider sits up. I'm alive, he happily exclaims, before Dred sits up beside him. Oh, so are you, he says. Surely they got these
1: lines mixed up. Do you reckon that uh, Judge Dredge should have said that?
0: He should have said, I'm alive! Exactly like that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> suddenly old
1: suddenly <all> camper <laughs> girly. <laughs> no,
0: it's British and. Uh...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and... British. Oh, British. it's
1: British and British. Yeah. Okay. It's
0: so British, it's British. Okay, got it. So finally the head judges uh, they give access to the obviously evil griffin mm-hmm. so that he can uh, look at all the old files on the Janus project.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Somehow Dread and Schneider they've snuck into the judge's locker room. Yeah, we how they've managed
1: <laughs> From from a fireball throwing tunnel to the HQ. Mm-hmm. It's quite a leap, right? mm mm-hmm. They had to go through the whole city. in rags, basically, is what they were in as well. Yeah, and then get into the HQ. Mm-hmm. And then all the way to the locker room, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems almost like it's in, uh, oof, implausible.
0: Wait, it could be that there's stuff missing. That you know, uh, that there's stuff been
1: cut out. Oh yeah, there's stuff missing. All right, <laughs> plot, <laughs> <laughs> De- decent performances.
0: You know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So in the locker room, Dread knocks out a judge and starts to remove his uniform. We don't have time for this, says Shania with disgust. The computer tells the head judges that the Janus Project, all right, could have new judges ready within eight hours. Ooh. <laughs> did you, did you, is that excited? is it? Ooh. first <laughs> eight hours is pretty quick. It's not as quick as four or two.
1: Yeah, that's... Nice. Just thesis. from a purely
0: mathematical standpoint, it's
1: yeah. not, is it? No, you're absolutely correct. I can't argue with that. But it's pretty fast for creating a judge. Yeah, but I
0: mean, I've had microwave meals that I can do in three minutes. So
1: I think there's a slight difference between a fully qualified judge and a microwave meal.
0: Depends. Age, depends whether you go... no, it depends on whether you go for um, supermarkets' own brand or you go slightly upmarket in your microwave meal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your microwave meal... <laughs> They have you know. different like levels of quality then. Apparently so. Yeah. Okay, and one of those levels of quality makes them closer to being a judge.
0: For example, if you go for the um, the own brand supermarket um, microwave meal, then you mm-hmm. you're probably probably miles away from a judge. But if you go for the taste of difference brand,
1: so so a community brand microwave mm-hmm. meal is more like a community support officer. That's right. And and. Uh, Higher brand is more like a judge. Okay,
0: right. Okay. I mean, both make you sick at the end of the day, but... Right. You know, it's a better quality of sick. Gotcha. Okay. Dredd, now back in a uniform, escorts uh, Ferguson down a corridor using the old prisoner and guard routine.
1: I love that routine. It's how you got out of Alcatraz, right? No,
0: I got out of Alcatraz with a
1: spoon. That's a
0: tourist trip you'll never forget. Went for a weekend, stayed for 20 years. Yeah. But a passing judge recognises him. Now, oddly, the head judges have a change of heart at this point, and Griffin calls Enrico, who, you got to say, he's like a pig in shit at this point, as he gets to go down and do his uh, favourite pastime, doesn't he? Killing everyone in the room. I thought it was uh, karaoke. Bit of killing first. You can always... Think karaoke reality. later, you? Got yeah, it. I think so. So outside, Dread hears the shots and he bursts in. And Rico and Dread meet again, but Griffin pulls a gun, allowing Rico to get away.
1: Ah, big mistake.
0: You know we're getting to the end of the movie now. Thank Christ. And uh, <laughs> there's lots of shooting and running. Um, Griffin shoots himself in the arm and calls out that uh, Dread has just killed the entire council. So Dread and Schneider run with guards in pursuit. And we get more badly put together Stallone moments,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, Dredd just starts blasting guards. Now these guards, they're not—they're just doing their jobs.
1: Absolutely. So he is pretty much killing everybody who works for his own department. Pretty much, yeah. And then they
0: jump onto a flying bike and they make their escape. And uh, Schneider makes a gag about shitting himself on the on the seat, doesn't he?
1: Same gag you've made on a coach trip.
0: I don't make the gag; I just do it. Oh yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah.
0: And then we and then we get a decent, fairly decent flying bike chase sequence. It's a shame about the horrible back projection, though, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty poor. It's like James Bond, Doctor No type back projection.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, there's an electric sign, the holographic sign, I guess, that mm-hmm. opens and closes, mm-hmm. and when they fly through it, and then when the chasing people fly through it and it closes. It destroys their jet bike. Now, that's a strange thing to have in the sky when you're surrounded by flying vehicles, isn't it?
0: Maybe they have it on the off chance that there's going to be a, a, a flying chase and they need to help out, you know,
1: the person so. being chased. It just seems yeah. dangerous.
0: And if it's a hologram, why is it solid?
1: I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah.
0: But it is a it is a good action sequence. I mean, it was pretty good a decade earlier when I saw it in Return of the Jedi too.
1: Oh, on the uh speeder bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was good then and it's good in this. Yeah. yeah. Now bursting into Hershey's apartment, they find it ransacked before Hershey appears, pointing a gun at Dread, And she's confused and scared, But Dredd explains the whole Rico Brother thing to her. Back at the Jet Anus project. Rico gets the system to take a blood sample from himself. And this is totally against, what, Joan Chen, I'll say her name, and Griffin Wanted. I've got to call her Joan Chen because neither of us know the character's name.
1: Yeah, although I don't think Joan Chen is actually against this. She's for it, right? Oh, she seems up for it, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Dredd and her, she have a heart-to-heart before
1: figuring out their next move. And then, and then a guy comes on and goes, It's murder!
0: <laughs> i left a gap and you weren't gonna do it i thought he's gonna he's gonna do a heart
1: he
0: how
1: did that go murder. very good
0: very good so meanwhile griffin goes into uh into meltdown over rico's plan to clone himself mm-hmm. not happy with that Asante really goes into um scenery chewing overdrive here doesn't he yeah he's, he's rivaling stallone at this point i think that's the point though right yeah, because they're supposed to be brothers.
1: Yeah, so he has to match. They're his not game. real brothers, though, are they? The clone I don't, I don't think I'm the same to his brother, Sylvester Stallone, no. <laughs> Got different names, clues in the name, Paul. I'm glad you cleared up. And they come from different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, and they look know. different. And they look different, Even- yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't think they are real brothers.
0: All right. So Griffin tries to stop him, but Rico gets his robot to... Uh, Literally pull him apart. So our gang find the project's uh, hideout before being attacked and captured by Rico and his robot. And Schneider takes a shot to the gut. And I was thinking, oh,
2: finally, yeah. Yeah, like, finally.
1: But he still doesn't die. No, that's the thing about him. Oh, he's coming back. Like a bad
0: smell. Mm. So finally, Rico and Dread face off against each other as Rico gets to make a... Sending the clones gag. Beautiful. Best gag of the film. And then pods descend from the ceiling containing half-finished replicants. That's what they are, really, isn't it? Replicants.
1: Yeah, but they don't do anything.
0: Well, one opens its eyes and another one sort of reaches out of its hand.
1: Yeah, but you're expecting a big like fight between Judge Dredd and these half-made clones. But they don't do anything. It's all pointless. But that would be something. Yeah, it just, This, does, does this film doesn't have
0: something. No. It has virtually nothing. So, <laughs> Really. Okay. So Hershey being held in the corridor by the robot. Ash Schneider, if he's still alive. And the entire audience is disappointed to hear that he is. Hmm. Now, by the way, Rico, he's changed into a nice little black ensemble here, hasn't he? With uh, very high-waisted trousers.
1: <laughs> oh, the fashion is in town.
0: You were, I say I didn't do it at all. I mean, uh, Rico and Dredd argue about the law and family. Choose, says Rico.
1: It's like watching Fast but, and the Furious, isn't it? There's so much it is. Family, stuff about family. family.
0: But Dredd tells him that his only chance is to kill him now. Mm. And the robot brings in Hershey and Rico tells it to rip her arms off. But there's a problem. The robot starts freaking out. I suppose you would, really, if you had a Rob Schneider on your back, ripping out your insides.
1: Oh, I hate those days.
0: Every time he's on screen, I feel like my insides are getting ripped out anyway.
1: You really don't like him, do you?
0: I can't stand him. Mm. No. So with the robot out of action, Rico tries to hatch some of the clone reinforcements, while Hershey and Chen have a bitch-slapping contest. I bet you like this bit, didn't you? So John Chen calls her a bitch, to which Hershey replies, Judge
1: bitch. Yeah, that's not good. No. <laughs> you're still calling her a bitch at the yeah. end of the day aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah you just put judge in front of it mm-hmm.
0: and we get more punchy kicky action between rico and dread
2: mm-hmm.
0: before the set starts to explode i'm not sure why it started to explode but it did uh oh. it was in the contract fair enough got to get rid of it yeah the rico and dread have a final confrontation inside the statue of liberty's head which i didn't realize that's where they were
1: yeah how did we get to there?
0: Mm, and but how many films
1: in. do we have to see that feature a fight in the Statue of Liberty? True, true. It's a nice, it looks
0: nice, though, when you see it from the outside.
1: It does, but it's a bit, you know, on the nose. Statue of yeah. Liberty, fight against judges, mm. justice, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, because it's completely fine against all the subtlety that we've had so far in this film. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's absolutely correct, Paul.
0: I'm the only one who ever liked you,
1: says Rico. Wait, when did when did he like him? Oh, I, I, I was wondering. I mean, I think Judge Hershey kind of likes him more than Rico does.
0: Now I'm getting the impression that they they do remember each other, don't they? They obviously worked together at some point when they were both judges. They just right. didn't know that they were brothers, did they?
1: Yeah, he assumed that he was his friend, right? And he's the one yeah. that judged him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what he means. Mm-hmm. That he liked him back when they were working together.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: I'll be the judge of that, says Dredd. <sighs> Mm -hmm. I'm done with it all now I was done with it about an hour ago yeah yeah. this fight's a thing that we see a lot of in Stallone movies though isn't it you know where it's it's one on one at the end of the movie with the bad guy
1: yeah like a Marvel film alright
0: and Stallone always looks like he's gonna lose Mm -hmm. so Drake grabs him and with the line court adjourned he throws him over the edge to his death
2: Mm.
0: but it's not over Dread size, only to find Joan Chen now standing over him, gun in hand. Mm-hmm. Luckily for him, the script writers have finally given Judge Hershey something to do, and That's she right. shoots Chen in the back. Yeah. Because she's literally had nothing to do for the whole film anyway.
1: Well, she did find out about the, uh, the photograph, and she did go to the student and get it analysed.
0: It didn't matter anyway, because from an audience point of view, we learned all that when... They were explaining it to Rico and to, and when Fargo was explaining it to Dread. Yeah,
1: that's a point. Yeah, all right. It, it was course. kind of redundant.
0: So then we cut to the doors, to the outside, the outside doors to the Justice HQ, and they open, and we find um, that Dread is confronted by more judges and soldiers, mm-hmm. and they want Dread to take over as head judge now. Yeah, After he's just killed half the ranks <laughs> inside, yeah. but,
1: you know. Yeah. They go, we want you to reconstitute the council. Reconstitute? Mm-hmm. Are they hydrated? <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe it's that gun from the Batman movie from yeah, the 60s. that's a weird word to use. But, yeah, they don't care that
0: he's killed half of them. But he says he's a street judge. He doesn't want any of that. And he gets on his bike, kisses Hershey.
1: And you're not happy about that, are
0: you? Not happy about that at all, no. No. He puts on... The bloody helmet at the end of the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. says his, I knew you'd say that, catchphrase. And a hat that we love and enjoy. And he rides away. And that's the end of Judge Dredd. Don't, you don't want to mention the music that suddenly appears at the end? Oh, and it sounds like Batman.
1: No, it's a natural song, right? By, uh, who's it Oh, by? we get some, we
0: get some, uh, we get some 90s, um metal don't we yeah mm. seems out of place it does seem out of place it was meant to be um, songs by the Manic St- Street Preachers you know oh really yeah but they weren't available
1: they were They were busy doing that Ken Loach film yes <laughs> and just to mention
0: before we uh, end that uh, Rob Schneider is still alive in the film oh
1: because he yeah, had a bit was taken away in a stretcher it cracks yeah. a joke, audience laugh, and we yeah. all sit back waiting for the sequel.
0: Never happens. Nope. So that's uh, that's Judge Dread. So
1: Colin, what did you think of Judge Dread? I'm confused. Go on. I always liked this film. I never understood why people hated it so much, because it felt no different from any other summer blockbuster to me. Didn't mm-hmm. care that he took his helmet off because I'm not a big Judge Dread fan. I like the comics, read a few don't mm-hmm. know much about it. As a teenager, of course, I was uh, interested in Diane Lane and John Chen. So that helped. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny and there were great action sequences and I liked the set design. Mm-hmm. But this time, watching here, what a mm-hmm. chore. <laughs> and I have to be honest here, mm-hmm. halfway through the film, I played it at times two speed. Wow. Because there was no way I was sitting through all of this. And this was your choice. I know. I don't know what happened. I don't like the jokes. They get annoying. There's one mm-hmm. or two that are fun. Yeah. Totally correct that uh, Judge Hershey's character is pointless throughout the film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. it wasn't fun. Mm, so that's a, that's a hit then, is it? Absolutely, of course. It's got Diane Lane in it and Joan Chan. <laughs> <laughs> no i i don't know it's uh it's a strange one because i didn't i didn't enjoy it and i thought i would because i have in the past yeah for me it's a it's a disappointing miss because i thought i would i thought it would be a hit but it's not no sorry mm.
0: so do i is this the point where you ask me whether i like it and i do the gag that you do every week where you say yeah it's a fantastic film it's well not now you ruined the gag oh, oh exactly yeah no, 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 I agree with you 100%. You've said pretty much everything that I think. Apart from the opening 10 minutes, it's not Judge dread at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the liberties that they take with the character, the lack of any kind of passion from the lead actor for it as well. I, I don't think Stallone, it was a job to him. He didn't care about this film at all. Um, the overall disregard of the source material, all that just adds up to piss off a loyal fan base that you 100 percent need to keep on your side for a film like this
1: i mean look at the recent dread film yeah. in that the only people that are really keeping it going are judge Dread fans right
0: yeah mm-hmm. and carl
1: urban oddly yeah
0: yeah yeah he's desperate to do it isn't he
1: yeah and he doesn't need the work
0: exactly i know he's in everything yeah um stallone's performance is Sometimes it's got to be seen to be believed, I think, at times in this film. It's so bad. But then again, I suppose everybody's turned up to 11 in yeah, this film. That's true. Um,
1: cast is amazing for this film, though. Oh, it's a,
0: it's a, as we said at the start of the show, it's a far better cast than this film has any right to have, Yeah, really. I'd love to know how much was cut out of it.
1: You think there's a director's cut of Judge Dredd?
0: I don't think there's a director's cut, but I think that... The, there's a Stallone the, cut? probably six hours long yeah Um. but yeah I I, I quite like the speed of bike chase but right. it's a terrible terrible movie it's a terrible adaptation of a classic comic book character as well and it's a definite no from me as well oh two misses really disliked it wow
2: mm-hmm.
0: so that's it that's it for this episode of Retrospection we end on a nice uh, happy note there hmm Uh, Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did not and um, please write and review us wherever you listen to us if you have a suggestion for a film or TV show you'd like us to cover then you can email us at retrospection at email.com you can find us on Twitter at Retrospecky and we're also on Facebook also if you'd like us to uh, keep up this very questionable quality then feel free to donate just one dollar to our Patreon page and you'll have our undying loyalty forever
1: Wow, forever? That's a long time. What else are you going to do, eh? Mm, That's true.
0: And uh, you can also check out our playlist on Spotify where you can hear the songs and music from some of the uh, subjects that we've covered.
1: So Colin, what are we doing next time? In the next episode, we're going to be doing The Wild Geese from 1978, the Andrew V. McLaglan film, starring Richard Burton, Roger Moore, Richard Harris, Hardy Kruger, Stuart Granger, pretty much everybody you want in a 1970s film.
0: Now that is a cast.
1: It is a cast, yes. It's a very long film too. Mm. So, you know, you, if you're you. listening, strap in because we will be here for four hours.
0: So on that note, I'll say bye. Bye.